Пошли. Все в месте. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. Well, you've heard correct then. <laughs> I was, was going to be like, you've been lied to. <laughs> no. We're, we're devious. <laughs> I haven't been, been led and... astray by allowing me yet, so uh, I have high hopes and high <laughs> That's good. Do you want to introduce yourself and tell us who you are and what you do and where we can find you? Absolutely. So my name is Sam White. I go by Sam White out on the internet. Um, and I have spent most of my career working in sort of two capacities. On one side, I work with brands and nonprofits on social impact campaigns, both digitally and in person. And I also travel the country and I work with high school students and college students and even the occasional middle school talking about political advocacy and social engagement and what the heck it means to be like a young person these days. So um, I dabble on the Internet. I fuck around on TikTok. And other than that, I just try to make a difference in the ways that I can. Nice. That's awesome. awesome. Well, we're super happy to have you here. And um, yeah. I'm happy to be here. Also, I realized I just cussed without asking if this is a, a cuss for oh, you. Oh, you can say whatever you I have been known to demonetize. <laughs> <laughs> With impunity. <laughs> Actually, to be fair, YouTube has been pretty soft on me recently. So nice. it's, it's fine, regardless Good, of that. I'm gonna make a concerted effort this episode. I, I made. I, I decided. I'll, I'll do. I sort of assumed that since you were on the show that there was cussing. I just, I just <laughs> naturally made that immediate. There was, a, there was quite a bit of cussing, <laughs> but I've decided that this audience does not appreciate my cursing. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, fine. Get my Olay, you gotta you have to read more than four comments uh, under these videos. Like you, you pick out like the four terrible ones that like it's true. I, like three hundred comments, they're all super we're, positive. And you post like, three shitty ones. Like <laughs> the vast you're majority of people love you. All the comments wrong. are positive. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But here's here's to my credit. Here's what you can never say I'm not is I'm self-aware. Okay. <laughs> I said this about me. If you go back to the first episode, I said this is, this is the thing about me. I was I was always clear. <laughs> but listen, I'm 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 here. I'm doing my best. Okay. I nothing has changed. Business will go yeah. on as usual. The people absolutely love you. The the two like top comments on the last YouTube posts from Leftist Mafia for me are like Oh my God, I'm in love with Ole. I've never fallen in love with anyone so fast. Although, if you go to my second channel, I've been, for those of you who don't know, I've been posting clips from the show to just my regular second YouTube, Mike Figueredo, oh, and cool. it's dominated by right wingers. Like, it's so fucking funny. So, I posted a clip of our conversation about Jordan Peterson last week, and it got like 50% dislikes, and it's all right wingers shitting on us. And one of the comments made me laugh so hard. So, they're like, Jordan Peterson is smarter than all five of you combined. And it's like, dude, there's six of us. You can't, you can't even doubt. There's six of us. It's just, so it's, it's a cesspool. So everyone go flood the second channel. I mean, we're talking hundreds of views here, right? So there's not yeah. a lot. I just like started posting to it, but check it all out. I think it's so funny when people crazy, but there's like always late. I didn't even notice. Yeah. You didn't notice I was missing. What? Dinner, you you jumped into. I was like, "What's logging on? What's that? <laughs> What's logging on?" <laughs> A wild Matt Binder appears. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, Binder. You really did kind of roll up like a Pokemon. That's actually true. That's funny. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll remember this. <laughs> <laughs> Back to productive conversation, Sam Jordan Peterson. Oh, also oh, tell I'm us what's saying, happening on TikTok. Translate TikTok to us, to us boomers. We, we need to know what's happening on the TikTok so we can relate to the Zoomers. Please help us, Sam. <laughs> I just think what's so interesting about Jordan Peterson is that people act like just because you speak with that slight pause and you sound like slightly more intelligent than like George Bush, Bush circa like 2003, that like you're this philosophical genius. But you can find like a random dude on a subway platform in Brooklyn who talks like that and nobody takes him seriously. But mm -hmm. does he sound like Kermit? That's the question. Does he sound like Kermit? Kermit? Do not, do not. Do, is this your first year hearing this, Jordan Peterson? Yeah, Jordan Peterson. Well, come on, woke moralists. Come on, everybody. Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta see it now, yeah. Speaking of Jordan Peterson and Kermit, um, I guess Kermit isn't necessarily relevant to what I'm about to say, but I tried so hard to find the clip from Jordan Peterson's audiobook. I know that Lance probably knows about this, where he's oh, yeah. describing his grandmother's pubic a pubic area um what? i need oh, i need the panel to react to this so it's part of what yeah, of my i'm pretty sure I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure lance has that one so the only one I, that i, I can find has copyrighted music so i can't find just the clean version lance if you have that you've got to help us out because the fact that more people don't know about this is genuinely unacceptable to me. Like more people need to hear this. It is insane. Okay. He talks about a dream he had of his grandmother where she was stroking her bushy pubes 
and brought it to hit. Like, I'm not going to spoil it, okay? Like, Ab- absent mindedly. Well, that's not spoiling it. What you just said didn't spoil that. <laughs> okay, okay, good, good. okay, so I put, I put it I put it in the Twitter group. It's in the Twitter group. If you want to pull the quote up so it can be can be read before the class. And I think we should have a we should have a guest Jordan Peterson voice. Sam, if you want to take this one away uh and and read mm. it's, it's I can try to do his voice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I go out of my way to try to be as as like distantly relatable to Jordan Peterson as possible. I don't know that I could could do the voice well. The sound. I feel like it's the pa- it's the pauses for me. That really is like it's it's. Mm. I can deal with his nasally Kermit voice. <laughs> it's he talks like he's announcing, you know, mission accomplished in Iraq, right? Like it just it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he adds those like weird Republican pauses, you know. David has the audio aloud in his voice in the oh, audio book too. So if you can find that, oh, you do that. But this is a real okay, quote. Okay, hold on. I'll see if I can grab that. Who wants to read it in his voice? Lance, can you do this? I'm not, I'm not going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I'll take, I'll take it away. Oh, okay. Oh, bloody hell. All right. So I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting by the bank of a swimming pool. There was also a river. In real life, she had been the victim of Alzheimer's disease, and she had regressed before her death to a semi-conscious state. In her dream as well, she had lost the capacity for self-control. Her genital region was exposed dimly. It had the appearance of thick mat of hair. She was stroking herself absentmindedly. She walked over to me. <laughs> it's caught in my throat now. She, she walked over to me with a handful of pubic hair compacted into something resembling a large artist's paintbrush. She pushed this up my face. I raised my arm several times to deflect her hand. Finally, unwilling to hurt her or interfere with her any further, I let her have her way. She stroked my face with the brush. Gently and said like a child, is it soft? I looked at her ruined face and said, yes, grandma, it's soft. <laughs> uh, uh, Why did Lance do that Kermit voice that well? Lance, what's up? Hold on, Lance. Like, you it's a Canadian. I'll be here all week. That sounds yep. like that is many hours of practice. <laughs> well, David, can we, David, can we hear your, your version as a, as a Canadian? Come. Yeah, I dreamed yeah. I saw my maternal <laughs> Oh my god, I think all Canadians can, can do it. I'm sorry, but it's how you get your passport. We should have told y'all. Yeah, that's how you get your passport. It's It sucks. It's the test. Canadian citizenship if I can do it. <laughs> yes. I think it'd be funny to hear that in Drake's voice. Uh, I can't do that voice. In Drake's voice. Yeah. That's a great quote, by the way. I just, it's, uh, yeah. it's art. Wait, no, it's, I, wait I, have a, I have a question. What's y'all's favorite phrase from the, because there's some real gems in there. What's your favorite phrase in that paragraph? The description of the large artist's paintbrush. Like he's describing <laughs> cubic hair. Yeah, a mat of, a mat of that's, hair. That's the, just the best part. Also, the um, I let her have her way in his voice. Yeah, yeah. I literally turned that into one of my outros and it's my most popular outro. Everybody loves it. <laughs> I put a beat to it. It's it's <laughs> it's beautiful. Can we, I think can we my hear that? Favorite is share, ruined, share that her mic. ruined face. Yeah, her ruined face. <laughs> yeah. Ruined also, there's something about genital region. The use of the word region there, like, just feels just aggressive. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's more eloquent than like her coochie or cooter or something like oh, that. Or the badge. <laughs> but, oh, but like, it, just the way the way he. Chooses region, to share region this. makes it feel like such like a large geographic area. Like <laughs> I personally, I, per- you know I mean, 
I personally like the descriptive of dimly. <laughs> like what? <laughs> God. I'm just but yet he's smarter than all five of us combined. Somehow. Yeah, I, I love it. I'm just a material. I, 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 yes, I actually let me. I'm rereading this, and I gotta say the the they just. Uh, the handful of pubic hair resembling a large artist's paintbrush. Now my question is, <laughs> this listen, I'm 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 so, I'm a writer. Form Jordan of. Peterson is a very smart guy. Now is, the artist is this large? an that's what I was gonna ask. Is this yeah. a very large artist? Like Andre the Giant? Uh, <laughs> hold this up to his face? Or is the paintbrush large? I don't get it. Uh, I think it's both. I mean, that's the beauty of his brilliant writing. I mean, he really does. Mm, it's a double entendre. Paint, that's why. Paint quite a picture here. He's just smearing his grandma, though. Like he's describing this jungle of unshaved pubes. It's just he did her dirty. <laughs> okay, if like, you dream this, like why would you? She did herself dirty. Yeah, but like, why yeah, would you write this would down? My grandma would kill me why... if I said that. Why, why would you put this in a book? Why, why would you be like, well, that, that, you know, was something I should share with the world, you know, that I just, that I just experienced last night. I like, well, wait, I, so, so which is worse? The fact that it's extremely plausible that he simply made this up or if it was actually a dream that he had. I, I think this Ooh. actually happened. I mean, I oh, can't imagine yeah, he would make this yeah. up for the book. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> he's at the range. <laughs> well, a little, little fan fiction here. <laughs> And honestly, yeah. it's weirder. It's weirder that he dreamed this. Like, I almost wish this was a real life experience that he's describing. It would be, it would be much less weird, honestly. Well, yeah. Cause, I mean, at that point, there's something. Yeah, there's something that wrong. Right. Yeah, whether, it's just abuse. Whether, whether he dreamed it, whether it happened, or whether he made it up, it's, none of that has anything to do with the amount of energy it, how it takes to think, to sit and think about this, to write. You could be like, on a keyboard. For whatever reason, I saw my Grammy's vagina. That was crazy. Right? Like, like he had an editor. Look over this. Like, an editor. An editor had to proofread this for him afterwards. Like, oh, you, you actually have two commas there, sir. You're going to have to edit this like, where it says paintbrush. Yeah. You think like, someone edited his book? Next to him, like, of course. I'm going to take you a picture. I'm going to take you there. He said, y'all need to be there with me. I want. I don't want to I don't want to tell y'all what happened. I want you to feel it, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> I also like how this is under the heading of Goodreads. <laughs> Here's a good read. Right here. Oh, I, I don't know if we still want to listen to him him say him read the audiobook, but I just dropped it. It is much better. Kinda. kinda. You found it. And I like I like yeah. the idea of the All right, I guess we're ready. There's no music on this one, right? I, I don't believe so. I just looked it up. We can I add the audio? Oh, okay. oh my god. Okay. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I don't think there's music on it. Because I couldn't find one without music. Just, just have your uh, your mouse uh, hovering yeah, over mouse the pause button. Yeah, <clears throat> it's very important stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we're professional. We'll start with the, with, the, with the important stories here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh wait, sorry, it's not. I have to add it. Uh, I think this is the music one. Yeah. You think so? <laughs> I think so. Should someone check on their phone before? Oh yeah, let me check. Let me check. You have like five seconds, like leeway if you shut it off. I think it comes on at the end, unfortunately. But we can. Okay. Well, we'll see. Wait, then I think I could find another version really quick. Here you go. I don't know if this is any different here. Because I'm pretty sure I watched this one. I found a few. I just searched on Twitter and I found a few too. Oh, okay, good. 
This is a different uh, uh, a length too, so it's not the same one. Um, good. Just just by a couple of seconds, but it's just good to know that it's a completely different pull of the clip. Mm-hmm. I'm listening to you. Echoey, by the way, Matt. I don't know what that is. What? I said you're echoey a little bit, or you were in the last time. Oh, yeah. Not now. You, you, oh no, you're fine. You now. know what I think? Maybe we, my head. we aren't giving enough credit to. I like the fact that he took the time in it to emphasize, to distinguish that it was his maternal grandmother, as though his paternal grandmother would too. Like you like, like, like said, don't you dare. Like, you better be clear. <laughs> but can, 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 you, can you sue if someone's just describing a dream they had of you? I would sue mm. you for negligent infliction of emotional distress. Wow, that was so fast. I would, I would so fast. You were ready. Yes. I dreamed I saw my maternal grandmother sitting by the bank of a swimming pool, which was also a river. Her genital region was exposed dimly. It had the appearance of a thick mat of hair. She was stroking herself absentmindedly. She walked over to me with a handful of pubic hair compacted into something resembling a large artist's paintbrush. She pushed this at my face. I raised my arm several times to deflect her hand. Finally, unwilling to hurt her or interfere with her any further, I let her have her way. She spoke oh, the way he says that! Oh, yeah, that's head. so much. I hadn't heard that. That's, that's so worse. That's the line. That's the line. That's the worst oh, line. I let her oh, have oh, my yeah, way. Oh, yeah, here's the music coming in. All right. Oh, yeah, the music yeah. was about to come in. It's enough at least. Like you get the gist whisper of it. by George Michael. Yeah, yeah. I do want to pull that line for like a, a soundboard. I let her have her Unwilling way. To it's hurt a her. great line. Any further, I let her have her way. How did he have a career after that? How how was that not career ending? Was there not enough people who like knew about this? Like I it figure the first yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it I guess fair I enough. Mean, <laughs> think of all the crazy shit we've seen people say and and how wrong they've been again and again. It does it it doesn't matter. Uh, like they all serve a purpose. They get paid to serve that purpose, and it doesn't matter how many crazy shit is out there about them. Like look at someone like Matt Walsh. Like it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Actually, matter. that's true. All across the world, Jordan Peterson fans cleaned their room with a broom made of their maternal grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, but like if my grandma came up to me with a bunch of pubes, I would just be like, okay, grandma. I'd just be like, grandma, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I would I would haul her away immediately to the nearest home. That's not acceptable. That's not a normal thing that happens. I don't care if your grandma has Alzheimer's. That is not a normal response to just be like, okay, grandma, put it in my face. That's not normal. Normal people don't do that. That's so bizarre. You wouldn't the softness? I'm convinced that this is not a dream. That, that this didn't, there, this didn't, he just made this up. Absolutely. 100% sat down and fabricated this. That's exceptionally weird. Than, the benefit uh, of making uh, this up. Uh, 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 worse, than, worse, worse than sitting down and making it up. I think it's a fantasy. <laughs> oh, no. Fa- Look at the words he's using. Dimly oh. lit, half her way. This way is an erotic sends, novel. Says them. This is teenage erotica. This is a fantasy. <laughs> No, Teenage erotica by a boomer. Oh, it's it's oh I'm a 16 year old again. Does anyone know if there's like a larger up, point to this? Like, is there a point he's trying to make around this pa- paragraph? Like, there has to be a reason I, this came up. <laughs> like, I don't know. We'd have to read so the book to find out. 
it's um, we, unless you write erotica, there's no reason to write it in this way. You see what I'm saying? Like, psychology, like, what, however, you're offering it to me, why is it written like, like Wuthering Heights? You see what I'm saying? Why is, why is it that way? <laughs> That's my issue. Okay, give it. It, it does, it does kind of read like a Bronte novel. Yes, yes, Sick. but no, I think to your point, David, like, about like, why did he do this? I think if, if nothing else. He did it so that he could say, this is so crazy that no one would ever think I actually made this up. Because I think the what, thing about these the thing is, though, right-wing this is before is he got... really enjoy... This is before he became famous, though. Like this is this is like I think yeah. this is for his first big book. So like right. he didn't he so didn't, he's didn't foresee what was going to happen in his career, right? Like this is this is a long time ago. So <laughs> no, I actually think. I think this story, you know, he, he, right? It's one of his earlier books when he was like a serious uh, uh, psychologist. He's a psych- he's a psychologist, right? Um, Clinical psychologist, yeah, in theory. Yeah. So I mean, he's probably putting this in the book as like uh, an experience he had to show off. Like I'm gonna. He probably goes on to like break down what the dream possibly means for someone like his like his for his psyche or something like that. That's my assumption. Like that's yeah, the probably. the reason I think you would go into a story like this to then pull out your because uh, he loves to do this pull out his PhD and say I have the the intel the the intellectual knowledge to break down what this means, and you know he's a weirdo and of course, and, that, <laughs> and nonetheless it goes back to my original. But why you write it like that? It's the same way like in you mm-hmm. when Van Badgley is like he's fighting with them because they want to present him in the most romanticized way when he should be presented as a sicko. He did not present that like, hey, dream that just happened to happen. Let's unpack it. Or you know what I mean? He <laughs> said, regret. welcome to my sexy fantasies, people. <laughs> like, where grandma had her way. He said dimly. He said dimly. He, he said dimly. He used the words dimly and how. Away. It's also not the only one in the book, by the way. Yeah, if There's I had more... a normal person that is doesn't want isn't down with that, even if whether they have a dream or they imagine it that a family member, let alone their grandmother, decide to fuck them, it would be horrible. First of all, you wouldn't even call it a dream; you'd call it a nightmare. But you see this Wuthering Heights ass story. He's like, oh yes. That's true. You should open with in a nightmare that I had. Like the worst possible scenario that could ever happen to me. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not I dreamt. (laughs) I dreamt of my maternal grandmother. Coming out, yeah. Yeah. I had a dream. (laughs) (laughs) That grandma. I love how we've spent like the entire show on this, and our guest is about to arrive soon. <laughs> we haven't talked about anything. Yeah. I, I, what else happened this week? At nine, you let us settle in. I see the. What do you think, Marianne? All right. How about we have some questions? We can we can retrieve a question and see what what everyone wants us to talk about. Hell yeah! There we go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's take a look here. I think the first one right off the bat. Um, this one's nice and lighthearted. Are any of y'all weebs? What anime are y'all watching? Weebs? I'm mm. I'm a, I'm an old man. What is we- what is a weeb? Are you serious? <laughs> you work on the internet, sir. You don't know what that word means. I'm not like a weeb. I, 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 I don't watch tons of anime, but okay. Lie to me. I think is the only one. Non Japanese person who is so obsessed with Japanese culture that they wish they were actually Japanese. No, I'm not a loser. 
You do watch anime, though. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm not a loser. <laughs> I would put that up there. Was very cool. <laughs> it's giving get you a girl who can do both. Okay, thank you. Talking about. Yeah. I'm not a weeb, but I do enjoy JRPGs. I'm playing Octopath Traveler 2 right now. Uh, in terms of animes, I'm not watching any, but as soon as the final season of Attack on Titan is out, I'm there day one. Um, mm. That's my contribution. I was watching uh, the world, I think it's The World Ends With You anime simply because I didn't play the game and I wanted to play the sequel. And so I was like, I'm like in the middle of that, but I haven't gone back to it. Um, I'll get back to it at some point, but uh, that's what I was watching. I started Avatar I recently because I'd never actually seen it. And I started and it was good, but then I stepped away and I need to go back. And now that we're talking about this, that's what I'm going to go do. Um, yeah, so I'll probably do that. Not nice. an anime guy. Not an anime person. That's very it. surprising, Bender. I feel like that's a waste of a typecast. I watch... Excuse me, I watch cartoons, but not anime. That's powerful. What are you watching? What cartoons are you watching if not anime? Bob's Burgers. Because Sam's on it, is that what? Yeah, Sam Cedar's in that. Yeah, but that's not why. In fact, I didn't start watching until recently. Oh. You think I would have watched it while I worked with the guy, but no. Uh, yeah. Uh, old Looney Tunes are great. That's like the height of animation to me. Like Looney Tunes from like the the 30s, 40s, 50s. That's that's good stuff. Hmm. You sound like a robot. Stuff. Am I the only one hearing that? Mm, uh, no, yeah. 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 There's a little yeah, static every now and then, but it, mm. it's right, like let, every let second. It's it's every second time you talk. Like usually it's fine. Then it's not. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> It's not terrible, but it's noticeable. Yeah, it's it is bearable. I will say it's just. How's this? Is this better? Yes. yes. Perfect. Cool. Much better. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I don't think I watch any new anime. I found like the few that I like, and I rewatch them. One of my favorites being uh, Death Parade. I think Everything. that one's a pretty good one. It's not a funny anime or any of that, but it's just one about like when you die, it's kind of being in purgatory and seeing like what kind of value your life has in the afterlife kind of thing and determining where you go. Hmm. So that one's interesting. People ask me if you were an anime character when you first came on the show, Blair. Oh, no, not an anime, just just a pyramid. <laughs> is this a, is, is, is the, the pyramid design an original avatar design? It is. That's awesome. It, yeah. I like it. Thank you. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah, is it? Is it? I if you don't want to, about pink sauce. Oh, I'm sorry, I was interrupting. <laughs> no, Blair put out a video today on pink sauce, which is this weird ass sauce that got, I, I think, viral on TikTok. I haven't seen it yet, so I don't know all the details, but I'm very excited to watch that one. Wait, what is pink it's, sauce? Um, pink sauce is like. Uh, oh, what is pink sauce? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah Sam would know. You're the TikToker. Yeah, Sam, tell us. Yeah, translate TikTok. Oh my gosh, me. pink sauce is. This okay, so this this lady got on TikTok and she started posting about this homemade sauce, this like all-purpose sauce, and it's weirdly pink. It looks like Pepto Bismol. And it has like milk in it. And she's like shipping it cross country and it's showing up not cold at all. And people are like getting sick 
<laughs> but then it went so ultra viral that then eventually she managed to get it shelf stable somehow. And there's like certain stores that carry it now. And I just don't understand. First of all, it's, it doesn't even look appetizing. But second of all, like, why are you buying sauce from a stranger on the internet? And you know that one of the ingredients is milk and it's just arriving in a fucking cardboard box. Like it just, this is the most internet story. My mind. I'm like, this this is the Morbius of milk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like you're asking for at that point. It. If you buy that. Oh my God. Okay, so what is it? Like, what's what what's the actual on? sauce? What milk-based sauce. Oh, I I wasn't about to find out. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Wait, like, no one knows? Like ketchup and milk, probably. Is that was it. Oh. <laughs> Didn't she come back out? Didn't she come back out recently with like a new and improved and people are getting it from her again? Yes. Is that what is that what you were talking about, Blair, in terms of the new one? Yeah. So what she did in this new round was all the kind of stuff drummed up by social media. Um, a legitimate sauce company called Dave's Gourmet ended up kind of picking up her mm. pink sauce and essentially reworking its formula. And they are partnered with Walmart. So I believe you can actually now buy the pink sauce from Walmart and from Dave's Gourmet. <laughs> but what oh. is it? Does anyone know? <laughs> It, so what I've what I've read is people say it's kind of like a, a ranch consistency and taste, but like so like a creamy ranch with like just just like a hint of maybe like some spice or honey mustard to it or something. But that's essentially kind of what it is. And then the dragon fruit kind of makes it. Pink, <laughs> oh, sorry, the it. dragon fruit. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that yeah. part of the story. <laughs> sorry, can we can we were wrong? <laughs> like, is that is a flavoring agent? Is that is that part of the what makes the sauce well, the sauce? It depends when you ask her what it means because she said it. She's put dragon fruit in for like multiple different reasons. The first one she said was because she likes the color pink, and that it represents her bubbly personality, and that's why she put it in there. And then the second time. She was asked, or a different time she was asked, she said that it was because it had certain like vitamins or antioxidants that she likes in her foods. So depending when you ask her or how you ask her depends on what kind of answer you'll get. My biggest issue with her truly is the inconsistency. I think what she drummed up through social media and the hype and everything, I say good for her, but I just think that she didn't really handle a lot of the PR stuff well, didn't really handle complaints well. And um, there there was just a lot she could have handled better personally to make this, I think, more successful. Mm. It's yeah, better than NyQuil chicken. I'll say that. <laughs> you know, have you ever tried NyQuil chicken, Lance? No, I haven't. I watched a video on how it kills you. Ah, the Zoomers! I tell you, they'll they'll come up with anything. Nyquil chicken, uh, pink kids these milk. days. Yeah, kids these days. Look, we had the cinnamon challenge. We were really no better. <laughs> Could that kill you though? Like I don't. I mean, I it was I horrible. No, I mean I don't. Look, I mean, never been a follower. I never did any of them challenges. Not one. Not planking. Not a, the ice challenge. Mm. Not the cinnamon. Not a nothing. Nobody's challenge. I have no desire to participate in anybody's physical activity on the blue. On the blue. What are you what are y'all doing? <laughs> around the place doing what? Never did. Not a one. They didn't even, they didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I distance myself from the rest of you profusely. <laughs> I did no challenges either. I will yeah, not none? be challenged. Sure. I didn't either. I don't know. No. Actually, you know what? I take that back. 
after I saw the South Park episode that. on cats uh, with bread around their faces, I did take a picture of my cat with bread on her that face. That one's cute. That one's uh, cute. You know, that was 2012, 2013, I think. So that's like the one challenge that I did. But I don't do anything where I eat gross shit or do something stupid. Like, I, I'm, I'm not about that. I, I hate that kind of stuff. I think my favorite of the challenges, because I think they were funnier, like earlier, like around that 2012 area where like people weren't so obsessively trying to go viral. I think my favorite was the can you drink a gallon of milk in under an hour? Oh, my God. And I, I like it because it reminds me of the age of the Internet when like you really had to be committed to find those types of videos. And like it just there's something funny about having like someone have that commitment. Like anybody can eat a Tide Pod. Right? <laughs> Can you sit down and commit to well, trying obviously. to down a gallon of milk? We've all in done an it. Hour? I I get where you're coming from. Now it's just easy. Just take one Tide yeah. Pod and and you that's it. Yeah, I remember back. Oh my god, yes. that was nuts. What a weird time. Yes. The zombie videos and stuff. That was hilarious. Yeah, that was weird. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. My favorite challenge is um the crates. Does that look fun? That was one challenge. I was like, I, I didn't like that one. That one scared me, and I'd always be like, "Oh, you're gonna hurt yeah. yourself, and Wait, you hurt yourself." I love that one. You know? <laughs> really? I would. Yeah, they got so though. hurt though. Oh, it looked brutal. Yeah. Oh no, that's the best part though. The best. I feel like the real fun in those challenges is like just marveling at the stupidity of that that people like voluntarily advertise on the internet. There's mm-hmm. no way anybody looks at that crate thing and thinks this is going to end well. Oh, yeah. 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 It will, and it didn't. Many people were hurt. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Especially the ones that got tall, right? And then it buckles underneath them mm-hmm. and they like land on their back. Ooh, reminds me of like um, World Star Vine Comps. Oh my God. Oh. Wow. I. Did I just right. did I just unlock something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just making it back. <laughs> All right. Well, um changing from one clown to another or one one set of jokery to another. Um someone's asking us what we think about Marjorie Taylor Greene complaining about people being rude to her in a restaurant. Have you guys heard of this story? What does she consider rude? Because I consider being a white supremacist rude. So what did she consider? <laughs> Wait, real quick. I just want to interject. Our guest is here. Oh, yes. Um, okay. yeah. So I do want to talk about the Marjorie thing, though, because I have yes. a lot to say. Okay. But um, Ole, did you want to give him an introduction real quick? Yes. Uh, he's muted right now and off camera. So I want to make sure he's going to actually come in. <laughs> there okay. he is. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he's here. Yeah. Uh, all right. I think Ole's preparing. Okay, Ole is preparing. She's going to give an amazing. Well, I mean, oh, we can talk about I'm preparing. I mean, getting the chocolate off my fingers. Um... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm, I'm ready. Bring him in. Yes. All right. Hi, Fred. Hey, Fred. You're on mute right now. Mute yourself. There that you would, go. That would help. How's it going? Good. Hey. I love this lavender hat. <laughs> yeah, it's a beat up NYU hat trying to get my money's worth. Listen, I support this. <laughs> okay, so in the spirit of great content and informativeness and us being a place to give you serious issues, as you know, we've been talking a lot. We've been talking about all the Republican efforts and everything with book banning and basically all the censorship and everything they've been doing to prevent information and access to 
literally anything that's the truth um, from schools, from libraries, under pretenses. And I wanted to give you the opportunity to hear from that directly from Frederick Joseph, my guy. He is a New York Times bestseller. He has several books, my favorite of which that is out now, Patriarchy Blues. I sing its praises to everybody and their mama because I personally love it. Um, he is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I'm going to let him properly introduce you to himself to all the work that he does as an advocate, as a writer, as a speaker, as all of the things, and also let him directly tell you what it is to be somebody who is getting their books banned, which I have told him is iconic, and nobody would be able to tell me nothing personally if my books were being banned. So, Fred. Hey, I appreciate it. Um, I don't know about brilliant. I'm just a guy who just talks shit and looks at things, you know what I mean, and talks shit about the things I see. Um, but, you know, realistically, as as much as I, I think having your book banned is a badge of honor to a certain extent, right, because it says that you're saying the right things, right, you're combating white supremacy, combating patriarchal structures, homophobia, transphobia, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the reality of it is, you know, especially as a black author specifically, only 6% of published authors are black in the first place, right? So like when your books are being banned, it's not like everyone whose books are banned suddenly becomes like a best an international best-selling author, right? You're not you're not suddenly becoming transphobe J.K. Rowling, you know, level of like success or whatever. Um, so ultimately, it's it's a huge punishment, um, and and it does like actually set us up for the the complete erasure of like black stories and black perspectives really being out there and not just black just marginalized people in general but for the most part they are black you know i think like you said and i think you you actually brought this to my attention uh when i responded to you and i was like fred this is iconic uh and you were like yeah it would be better if it weren't affecting my book sales if we were doing something to improve book sales and i think i realized that i uh, think I think what happens is, especially on Twitter and in certain spaces, you see these viral tweets of the books that are getting banned and people have this reception or this response like, oh, well, that's going to make the, the sales on that spike. And so I think people are like, dismissive or diminished, myself included, I think, can under um, under under underappreciate like the significance of what that's doing, right? Is it's not always the viral tweet you're seeing does not mean that everybody just went out across the country and purchased these books to to combat uh, the suppression of these books. So I guess for as someone who's impacted by that, Fred, what do you think we could better be doing around this to push back? Well, I, I think that people have to stop, you know, thinking that um, it, it helps all the time, right? I'm looking at some of the comments right now and, you know, someone just said, oh, well, James Baldwin is more popular now than ever. Like, yeah, but also James Baldwin is dead, right? So like, I don't want to be a martyr when I'm in the grave. Like, oh my God, that, that yeah. guy who just murdered or that guy who just died, that black guy, he had some books. They were all banned. We should read them. Like, no, I want you to read my books while I'm here, right? I want my yeah. powers um, while I'm still alive. Um, and, and, and everybody's, I think that everybody kind of feels the same way. Even more important than that though, is the fact that there are over, I think it was something like 900 books on the banned list in Texas alone, right? Wow. You're not reading all those books. Yeah. Right? It's not like every one of those authors is James Baldwin or, or Ibram Kendi or some, something like that. And all right. Same, right. Like the reality of it is there are about 10 books that are getting a lot of notoriety around being banned. Right. Yeah. And that's it. Right. Like I, like, it was interesting. There was a post on TikTok recently. Um, like, you know, book talk is really, really racist. 
Um, and there was a post on TikTok where some some young white woman made a post about her older white dad and how his book had never sold. I don't know if any any. Oh, I saw that, and they all went out and bought yeah. that. I saw. I saw it. I had that as well. His book is it became the number one book in the world not like the number one book like for a day on amazon like the number one book sales wise in the world right yeah and it's not because he's some like writer who's trying to change the world or because his books are being banned he wrote a he wrote a a, a thriller like a some, some one of those thriller books fiction. Yeah, some, it was a fiction it was a fictional book it was a thriller a few years back, but he's also an attorney and they live in a massive house and he's an old white man. Why, why would that be the effort that books behind, right? Because as, as opposed to saying like, hey, there's a book by a black trans woman that's being banned everywhere. Why don't we make sure that is, you know, this massive selling book that it just, so again, I just think people need to yeah. rethink the effort um, and what actually happens with book bans and book support. I think that really, you know, speaks to privilege and who people think are supposed to be heard, right? Because for you to, like you said, there are about 6% of authors of all published books are Black. So you're ready. How often are people even reading Black books? Like I, I posted on a, a video of Toni Morrison the other day and my followers were like, oh, who's, who's this great thinker I've never heard of? I'm like, you know, because that's they're not even getting access to or privy to our grades because we're not put on the curriculum as, as the classics. And this one, you know, you might get a couple of Maya Angelou book that breaks through. But yet, you know, they see some white girl tell you, oh, my daddy's book didn't sell. And it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, they didn't read your daddy's story. <laughs> that's, that's so important that your daddy be heard. <laughs> Let's rectify this at once. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's that's exact. That's exactly it. Right. Like. And, and, and I'm even saying this, you know, as a, as a, as a cishet black dude, who's, you know, I'm not like the most oppressed person in society. Like I can only imagine what is happening to like, again, the trans black woman who can't even get like just black cis people to read her book. Right. And yeah. so when we see these bands happening, you legitimately are going to have a generation that already wasn't invested in black and brown stories now not even being able to access them when they do want to invest in them it's 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 bananas someone asked in the audience um in the audience they said what is the name of your books that are being banned and i think that is a beautiful opportunity for you to tell people mm -hmm. about your books yeah i appreciate <laughs> that um yeah so uh the first book the black friend on being a better white person that is um a young adult book um so it's primarily being banned in schools it's been banned in every school in Mississippi. Um, it's been banned in most schools in uh, Texas uh, and now most schools in Florida. Um, and then my second book that came out, Patriarchy Blues, uh, the one that I, I deeply appreciate how much uh, support has been given to that book. Um, that's actually being banned in prisons around the country right now. Um, what? And that's, yeah, yeah. So that's a new thing that people aren't talking about enough. So books that are aiming to strategically and thoughtfully help um, make people in prison and it's primarily like men um, in prison better right by like deconstructing and considering um, why they are violent um, why they um, might be toxically masculine why they um, might be womanizers so on and so forth they're banning those books because I mean we all get it like I've, I've seen what y'all talk about right like at the end of the day these institutions benefit from keeping these people toxic so that they either stay in the system or come back to the system because at the end of the day the system keeps their pockets lined 
So they're mm -hmm. banning the books like mine that aim to make these people never end up in this system again. Wow. Absolutely. You know, I'd realized that because we're, we're in the process of trying to donate, send books to Rikers and you know, Pedriaki, you know, I'm always recommending this book. So I ran up against that, but we just figured out a way to get around it. And it's that I think we can submit them. We can do this thing through the public library. So I'm going to figure out how we can circumvent this with a lot of the prisons and see if we can put that information out as far as um, the books and what's happening with that. Because, you know, Patriarchy Blues has been, I've recommended that to so many men. It's unreal. And, you know, I'll send you sometimes how many times they message me like, that was the most thoughtful book or that made me cry for real. I'm like, it really is a, a, a very, very, very meaningful read. So I, iconic still, but I'm very, I'm very sick about it for you. Fred. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate it. Um, so sorry, I'm looking at the comments as people are, as people are talking. Um, somebody asked if by the system, I mean, capitalism, I mean, like, yes, capitalism, um, but the system is, 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 you know, also whiteness, right? This, like all these systems that fall under capitalism. So it's not just, I, I and I talk about this in Patriarchy Blues actually, right? It's like capitalism, white supremacy, patriarchy, right? So like, I think oftentimes, especially in leftist spaces, people like do this thing where they, everyone wants to be a, a, a pseudo Karl Marx and solely talk about capitalism as this like grand lofty ideal. And I'm like, yeah, but you can't talk about capitalism and use it as like this, like this, this, conceptual word without very specifically talking about white supremacist capitalism, patriarchal capitalism, right? So on and so forth. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you, you, you have another book. Fred, you got so many books. We, we stopped you before you <laughs> the most recent books. <laughs> you, you gotta, you're still going. <laughs> you gotta keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah. I actually just, I, the reason I look like crap, I just jumped on here. I'm like, in, I'm on a writing deadline. Um, you know, I'm in the process of finishing up a novel right now and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, let me make sure I get these com com comments because I see people are very excited in the comments to have you and they are moving. So let me make sure I get the questions. Um, I think what have you found to be, I think I really want to know this. What has been the most like surprising thing? Like when you're, when the first time you realized one of your books was being banned or when that happened, what was that reaction for you? <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't really know what it meant, right? Like you hear about like a book being banned and in, in passing, you're just like, okay, um, that sucks. It's a school, um, but then I think I really started taking note um, when it started getting angry, right? I started getting death threats over my books, and I remember one one specific thing that happened. Um, a young white girl took my book out. It's actually in upstate New York. Um, and I, I think, again, we have to stop like framing the country through like states, like blue states, red states. No, like the whole country is a white supremacist country. But yes, um, yeah. but nonetheless, um, a young white girl took taking my book out um, in upstate New York. Her father found out and like refused to give the book back to the library so no other white kids could read it. Right. And then when that that made news and press um, that that had happened, I got like 20 death threats that week. Right. Like over a young adult's book. Uh, so, you know, that that's when I really realized, oh, this is this is some shit. <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. that, is, that is, you know, has have you felt like because I know I've had this experience. I was explaining to people as someone on like TV media. I feel like written the written world is harder to get into to say the things that we're saying now. Right. Because by the time you say it in media, you've said it, you know, they can't really they don't know what you're going to say. And it comes out. But I find that it's much harder. Like it takes me. Uh, a much longer time to, to say one sixteenth at a time by the time the editors and the people that are standing in your way. Have you found that experience and has it gotten 
tougher, do you think, harder or easier with, with all the national attention and the book bannings? Um, I mean, I'll keep it all the way real. Um, keep it very much how you be keeping it on, on these things, right? Like, uh, <laughs> because of, like, the book bans, and I think just the national conversation or lack thereof around certain things, I, like, low-key regret coming out with the books that I've come out with and, like, writing them in certain ways, right? So you take a book like Patriarchy Blues, it's not what, like, at the end of the day, most of my followers, right, like, the fucking hundreds of thousands of people that follow me, of that, hundreds of thousands of them are white women. And white yeah. women are not, like, and a lot of the readership that, like, these publishers um, uh, try to attract are white women, quite frankly, right? Yeah. And so... Patriarchy Blues, as an example, has not sold well because of how I wrote the book and how honest I was in the book, because the book is not yeah. solely, you know, I, I think somebody in the, in the comments had asked how important it is, how, how important is it to um, kind of identify your white privilege? And I talk about that in the book, right? Like, yeah. you can't talk about patriarchy without talking about whiteness. You can't talk about patriarchy without talking about it being upheld by, like, toxic white feminism and the history of toxic white feminism, how feminism yeah. as a contemporary movement came out of racism from black people getting rights and so on and so forth. So all that to say, um, it's, it deeply affects the writing because you feel like you have to write different to pay your bills. Yeah. Hmm. You know, Toni Morrison talked about that a lot, right? She, cause she was like, um, she never liked authors or, or black writers who she felt like they were talking past or they were talking to white audiences. And she wanted to, she wanted to write where she was having these conversations directly with her black readers. And that's exactly how patriarchy blues is. Patriarchy blues feels like you are sitting there. I am reading your journal and you're, you know, we are having like a really deep intimate conversation. And I guess, you know, it's hard because like you said, you don't want to be, you know, we know these greats and we appreciate them in our community. Like we know Zora Neale Hurston. We know that's one of the pro most the most uh, prolific writers of our time. And Zora Neale Hurston was penniless most yeah. of her entire life. And so you don't want that to be you because it shouldn't have to be, you know, modern day, you know, struggling and, and poverty should not be a reflection of uh, how well our, our product is. But do you think, I ask you this, if you could go back in time before, as you were writing, as you sat down to write Patriarchy Blues, would you write it? Would you write it differently? Would you write it writing past and to the white audience? The white I mean, nah, like, I was, I was going to ask if there could be like an entry level one for fragility levels, you know, where it's like, this yeah, is, I this mean, is the primer. <laughs> yeah. You know, the funny thing about that, like the entry level for fragility is like, no matter what a black person says, like white people are fragile about it. Right. So it yeah. doesn't ultimately mm -hmm. matter. I could have literally been like, I, I could like, even like, just as an example, like my most recent book is a picture book for black Panther two. And when I was in Florida promoting the book, someone came into where I was, opened it up, closed it, and they were like, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't CRT. It's a fucking picture book <laughs> for Black Panther 2, for oh the God. most capitalist company, the most like, like it's Disney. What do you, you think Disney's going to let me put? What do you think I'm going to that CRT? That's like, so. Every, you think I wrote a Black Panther book in which a kid opens it and it says every white person is a heathen? I'm curious, Fred, uh, long term wise, where do you think this is going to lead? Because book bans are not a new phenomenon, obviously, in the United States. Um, do you think that this is just like another wave of many? Or do you think that this is one portion of a bigger move towards fascism? Because, you know, this comes 
in tandem with, you know, other types of bans, you know, the don't say gay law in Florida. There's a bunch of bunch of proposals. I don't know how many will pass in Florida in particular, like banning the Democratic Party, for example. Like long term, where do you think this is going to lead? Is it eventually going to get better or are we kind of just headed towards the cliff, like in your opinion? I mean, I think that you hit the nail on the head with the word fascism, right? You know, anyone who understands history knows that it always starts with banning of ideologies. It always starts with uh, banning of perspective, right? Like I have said, and people think that I'm exaggerating this. I'm like, Ron DeSantis, as an example, right, as one of the one of the premier faces of the Republican Party, and quite frankly, the premier face of politics in this nation because the Biden administration really doesn't have any moral fortitude to do anything that's necessary right now or say the things that are necessary about any of the things that are happening. So Ron DeSantis basically is the president at this moment. Um, you know, and from my perspective, this is just the beginning, right? Because like you mentioned the, you know, the bills against uh, identities in, in Florida, you mentioned certain other bills. I mean, just on a baseline, it is, a, it is about to become, or it might've been passed already, a felony to teach certain things in schools in Florida, right? And this is a testing ground. This is, this is not like, oh my God, well, let's just, you know, that stupid meme where it's like cutting Florida off of the United States. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. Florida is the United States. Florida is going to become the United States. You have someone who shares many of the same ideologies as the governor of Florida in as mayor of what is supposed to be one of the two most liberal cities in this country in New York City, right? We have a police state in New York City. We have book bans, uh, 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 ideology and identity bans in Florida. You got book bans and the same nonsense in Texas. We are plunging quickly into becoming a neo-fascist state. Yeah, yeah, well, so that's what scares me because like, I don't, there's been a lot of media coverage about the book bans, but I feel like normie people, for lack of a better word, just they don't understand the severity of this. They don't understand that having to get books approved to be in school libraries, that is serious. Like mm -hmm. this is pre-Nazi Germany shit that people just kind of, don't think about. They just see another article or a headline and they say, oh, well, that's DeSantis. I hate him. And then they go on with their day. They don't understand that like what we're seeing is the DeSantification of the GOP where other states are replicating that. We see other countries uh, and far right, you know, uh, far right parties in control emulating Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis. And so like we're seeing like the emergence of an international fascist movement. And we're all kind of just like sitting on our hands saying, man, that sure is disappointing. I hate Ron DeSantis. Vote him out next time. I don't think people are taking this seriously. No, yeah. they're, 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 sorry, you were going to say something? No, no, no. No, I was, I was going to say, no, they're, they're not taking it seriously. And I, and I mentioned the Biden administration, and I do blame a great deal of this on them. And, and I know a lot of like liberals wouldn't want to hear that. But, but the, the reality of it is, is that any presidential administration kind of sets the tone of its base, right? Yeah. And the tone of its base, and the most active people, for the most part, are like black and brown people, obviously coming out to vote. But the people who have privilege, money, access, resources are these like suburban white moms, right? Like these these white families, and they haven't kind of like been giving marching orders or given marching orders from the administration to say like, hey. These are the things happening right now, and these are the things we need to be combating, right? The reason why you're having what you're having on a hyper-local level is like Moms for Liberty, as an example, right? Moms for Liberty saw like, hey, there is a gap that we can fill in on school boards, 
local elections like city council, so on and so forth, um, and, and things of that nature. So we're going to fill that gap strategically over the next few years. And they have done so very successfully. And there's not countermeasures that are being like kind of passed down, trickled down from the top, right? And, and you know, again, I, I know this for some people probably sounds like a lot, but you're right. We right now are in this moment that is like what they were in right before Nazi Germany. Like not, it's not an exaggeration. And I don't think that people get that. They have like voting patrols, like militias in Florida going around and like, like arresting people who supposedly weren't supposed to vote, who thought that they could legally vote, right? Like, I don't no. think people get it. I think that's the double-edged sword with, with being a marginalized group, right? It's like, if they're already, the mainstream, the status quo to be existing is the fact that they already barely see Black authors. They already barely see trans authors. They already barely see these things. They've kept it in the mainstream. So they can't even feel for real. They don't feel the squeeze of those things being completely removed from the space because they were never really, they were never really interacting with it. So they can't feel the weight of that loss, you know what I mean? Or, or or the what that impact is, right? Like they can't feel what the, the the very few amount of black authors that have been able to get into a space. The fact that you name they everyone knows James Baldwin because his quotes are everywhere, and they don't get one what that means and how hard it was and the significant impact and the loss of even that limited bit of representation or what could what could be if you had if you were actually had more access to this on a much larger scale and it's it's unfortunate that's how that how it, it hurts you twice, right? You're already the marginalized group, and because you're already marginalized. Ah, no one, no one felt it. They're not, they're not up on arms, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't know what kind of time y'all be on here, but I just saw somebody say that we need militias of our own and things like that. You know, I, I just, I want to I, again, I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't want y'all to get like in trouble or anything like that. I don't know what kind of time y'all be on about certain things, but I, I would, I'm just say like this, you know, um, everybody got to, you know, Everybody got to do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't come knocking at my door. You got to hey. not, not on this side. Hey, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, my favorite clip online where it's like, <laughs> they're showing them and they're like, they're like, I'm not going to lie. It can it concerns me a little bit, but I, I stay strapped too. Come around here, you will get clapped. <laughs> I mean, like if we keep it all the way a butt for a second, you got me. You got me after nine o'clock at night, so I'm gonna just uh, you got you don't have the the more whatever. But um, but if we keeping it all the way a buck, you know, even with like the insurrection, like I feel like all of us were online as that was happening. Like shoot. Them. Hey, I have said <laughs> on this show, I have said on this show that I would have let the chopper sing. I said, let's say Biden was inaugurated by that time, and I don't really care about him, but if, let's say they were like, hey, legally, anybody who voted for a Democrat or something can go down there and let that thing let off, right? I'm like, ooh, I played bad Call of Duty back in the day. Let's get it. <laughs> And I think, you know, I think the things like that, if, if man, like, I think that one woman got killed, right? She got like shot, you know, that yeah. woman, mm -hmm. we're, we're, we're charging in and she got shot in the head immediately, whatever. But like, if man, wait, that's one of my favorite moments ever in history. But um, 
I was going to say. Oh God. Anyway, I was gonna say, you know, if we would have mm -hmm. watched like a bloodbath that day, like the insurrection, I promise you, all these people who were going up to like, you know, um, uh, you know, like the 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 days where they're like, um, what, I forget what they're called, like the the um the trans women who were like reading the kids and things like that, and like all the proud boys, you would see nary a proud boy running around the streets as they are right now if they would have saw 90 of them get their heads blown off at the insurrection no right? facts no facts you know what i would have done theoretically this is why i let the record reflect i don't have Clean any intentions of getting into politics and I, I i know what kind of people should be leaders and it shouldn't be me but um if it were me and they stormed the capital I gotta cut the lights. Like, I gotta cut all the cameras. No journalism or nothing. No one would have known that no one was not gonna be reported to the nation. The only report you would have heard, you would have heard that there was a convoy headed to the <laughs> headed to the capitalist storming. Then you would have heard nothing, and they'd have just never returned to their families. Nothing. I'd say nothing. They'd just disappear. I would just disappear. Every trace of the government. Nothing. Nothing. And then they would all just be there, like conspiracy, searching for your loved ones. That would <laughs> never come. Like, I would have turned. I would have turned. I would have, like, built like an entire um apparatus around them very quickly and turned the whole bitch into hunger games very quickly. Like, <laughs> like everybody who was at the insurrection i would have built mad walls like maybe like 10 blocks away everybody who was cool out like oh you cool you cool you leave, you leave. and like thousands of them would have just been in the hunger games like all of a sudden <laughs> no y'all don't know the kind of leadership i'd be on listen every time i told my friend once what <laughs> i'd give it up if i had true power ship and he was like if you ever even look too close to power I love you, and I'm going to take you out the game. And I was like, yeah, it's crazy how you don't want to see me do what I need to do to get us to the promised land. <laughs> um, <clears throat> joking. Kidding, U.S. government. I support you in all your choices. Am I allowed to respond to something? Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. I'm, I'm just reading the comments, and I just find Absolutely. it really interesting. You know, so there's this, like, res there's this respectability and this like tone policing that I'm just like, kind of watching happening in the comments, right? Like people are like, if you condone violence and the things you're saying, and I'm like, as a black person, there's th no one except for maybe people who are indigenous to this land have received more violence in this nation, right? Like even yeah. like your comments right now that you're making are actually emotional and mental violence towards black people who are actively talking about white supremacists who tried to overthrow the country in the name of like, being able to murder violently, yeah. violently Take, yeah. overthrow like, overthrow the U.S. government. You know, right? Like only, they only start talking about that once they're talking to black people. That's my my very first piece on a learn audience called um, "America's Hypocrisy on Violence: The Case of Police Brutality." America loves violence. Mm -hmm. America has been at war for most of the country's history. They love violence. They love military guns, weapons, all of this. There is nothing else. There is nothing that white people face or anything that the immediate response isn't violence. The minute Ukrainian citizens took up arms in their yards, everyone was like, "Woo!" Yes, clapping on for that on Twitter. You understand it in every context. But the minute if we're talking about black people, all of a sudden, or how you handle things is, oh, we are so against violence. No, 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 no. Not like no, I that. Mean, I mean, that's a that's that's a thousand percent. And I think that the 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 example of um, Ukraine is a prime example. I mean, I've I saw the most like neoliberal people as soon as everything went down, being like, we should nuke. 
Russia. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you, what are you, what are you talking about? Or like, or like, I've seen people like kind of the same people in these comments, like, oh, we need to grab some of these Russians and lynch them in the middle. I'm like, yeah, y'all are not much different from the people who were lynching black and brown people, primarily black people, and putting it on postcards and sending it to family members not even 50 years ago. So, you know, right. I don't know. Like, save all the tone policing in the comments for somebody else. Um, the reality of it is that we are making jokes about what could have happened. But what didn't happen was that. Why? Because at the end of the day, whiteness gets to do whatever it wants in this nation. So you're going to tone police me who had to watch somebody try to overthrow the entire government <laughs> and then go around harassing uh, and, and trying to decimate my people. Like, yeah, miss me with that one. Listen, okay, look, I love it here, Fred. Oh, company. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely, absolutely. What is uh if there's anything we haven't touched on, Fred, what do you want to tell the people before you get out of here tonight? Uh before I dip, um, I want to say um don't support the Oscars. Um, what else? <laughs> um, uh you should all watch Exterminate the Brutes by Raul Peck. Um, those of you, especially those talking about violence, you'll have a better understanding of the how the racial construct was invented for capitalistic purposes, but also um a really good lens into how depraved and violent people were and have been and still are to keep this country running as it does. Um so you know, those are the two things I'll say. Raul Peck, exterminate all the brutes. Don't watch the Oscars. Give these people all your socials, Fred. You know, you you churn out the best content. Please mm -hmm. give them your socials so they can find you. Um, yeah, some of you can follow me. Um, the ones that <laughs> 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 no, um, I'm at I'm at Fred T. Joseph. Um, I'm primarily on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I'll be messing around with TikTok now. Um, but yeah, if you were talking all that, uh, don't be violent. Please don't follow me. I don't have time for that. I have enough. Thank you so much, Fred. And we have to kick it to one. I bought your book on Amazon right now. So I look forward to reading it. Yeah, if any, yeah, I'm going to check it out too. I just yeah, got Patriarchy Blues. Yeah, if, you, if any of you read it, I would love to come back and us like chat about toxic masculinity, things like that as an informed group and whatnot. So. Yay. That'd be great. Thank you, Fred. All right. Thank you so much. Yes. See you. I have such cool people I know. That was welcome. great. <laughs> okay. I have fun. Take over. I, I like the uh, <laughs> I like I like the visual I now have of uh, Ole going Judge Dread in the uh, Capitol building. <laughs> Lights off, her going through all the floors, through the house, taking them all She had out. a strategy. <laughs> it's my literal, listen, if you hear my fantasies that I live the world, my, my, my friends actually know the story. They're like, oh, you've heard the stupid story in the wooden chair? And they're like, oh, once I'm drunk, but this is actually my dream. I want to just float. I want to be able to float above the world, like in a little wooden chair. Like, I just want to sit in one little wooden chair. I want to be able to float above everybody, like where everybody can see me and hear me. Somehow I'm omniscient, like where everybody can hear me. And I just want to float around like the sun, like where somehow everyone can see me wherever they are talking shit. Just talking shit. <laughs> just all around, floating around a place. That and wiping people out in the dead of night that need to go. <laughs> um, that's, that's my two, that's the kind of leadership. I'm looking for, and that's why it's important to stay in one's lane and I don't go into politics. 
<laughs> but that's the dream that's a dream yeah that's a real dream unlike your unlike uh, grandma's pubes that's that's a good dream i have to be clear someone just uh said something about stallone i am not talking about uh sylvester stallone's judge dread please see the 2012 dread uh, where uh, who played who played him in that one? Have you you guys saw that one? That was it was really the guy from Ar- Altered Carbon, right? Carl Carl Urban, Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was played, wrong. Fuck. It's it's like uh, that movie. Um, oh my god, I'm having a mental... of Robocop, Mike. I think that's what you're thinking of. Oh, right, right. Okay. It's it's like he literally goes through these floors of a, a apartment build a, a huge apart like futuristic apartment complex where there's like uh, some like a uh, mafia uh running the show there and he's going through all the floors taking out all these different guys it's a crazy movie definitely watch that one not the stallone one and both carl urban is uh he is in the boys which is a fantastic yeah fantastic series if you have not seen the boys a uh, great show yeah but highly recommend i dig yeah, did you all want to touch back to um, or Marjorie. circle back around to the Marjorie Taylor Greene thing? Yeah, is is everyone Marjorie familiar with the story? <laughs> no, tell us. Um, so basically, Marjorie Taylor Greene, before she was a member of Congress, she harassed uh, David Hogg with a camera in the streets oh, asking yes. him why he wants to ban the Second Amendment. She and a bunch of her friends were uh, basically taunting AOC at her office. But now when she gets elected, well, she gets a taste of her own medicine and this woman along with her adult son, apparently accosted Marjorie Taylor Greene in a restaurant in D.C. And she is not happy about it, not pointing out the hypocrisy that she did the very same thing. Um, And what was really funny is that David Hogg, he responded to that saying, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The same thing happened to me where this unhinged, insane lady approached me named Marjorie Taylor Greene, and it was completely ridiculous. Um, and she's basically being paraded around now as some sort of a white, uh, a right wing, but white martyr, too. But um, she went on Hannity and he talked about uh, or he let her explain how this is just so horrible and what happened to civility. And all of this is happening knowing that she did the same fucking thing, which is insane to me. Um, and so one thing that I was talking about on uh, my Twitch stream last night, which I had to put on private because um, I memed a little bit too close to the sun is. <laughs> like, I think that I'll explain. I think that um, accosting politicians or like confronting politicians more specifically in public is a good thing. They're public servants. They're there to serve you. I'm consistent, even though I don't like, you know, uh, when it happens to politicians I support. I mean, if you're a public servant, you know, you, you serve the public. It's just kind of part of the job. Right. Not private citizens like David Hogg, but public servants. And so my question is, like, what would you do in the event you saw a politician in public? Would you confront them? Uh, and for me, I came to the conclusion that, like, if I was in a restaurant and I saw Marjorie Taylor Greene, I think the best thing that I could do was fart on her plate. Because if you try to bring her substance and you ask her, you know, hey, why are you supporting X, Y and Z bills? She's like she's not she's just going to start foaming at the mouth and shitting herself. So the only way that you can make an impact and let the, these politicians know that you don't like them is if you do something as gross as their behavior is. So my whole I think the most effective thing would be to just like straight up jump and fart right in our plate and then run away. But I want to know what you all would do in that situation. That's my that's my very mature. Uh, I, I will say that I know that I wouldn't fart in her plate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
That is quite the that, that is something I've not heard of before though. So it's I'll creative, definitely... that's for sure. Yeah. I would shit myself <laughs> if I had to. I would make sure I was able to fart. Um I, I just feel like that would be the most profound way to leave a lasting mark on on her. Cause how would she imagine the tweet afterwards? This crazy unhinged leftist, he farted in my plate. I can't believe like it just I, I wanna see what happens afterwards specifically. I don't even care about them people. Honestly, if I saw Marjorie Taylor Green in an establishment, I would look at her stink the way I look at the police when I see them in the bodega. And I would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would keep it pushing. Honestly, I think the best you could do for people like that is make them feel unimportant, one. And two, largely they are. All she is is a symbolic figurehead for white supremacists, right? They've got they're everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> Fuck Marjorie. Um, so I honestly wouldn't stand up in a fly for this white lady to get me locked up. Now I'm in central booking like, oh, I had to mouth off to Marjorie. Now I got court for a year. I think the problem with this stuff is that the hypocrisy is not just that Marjorie Taylor Greene did what she then, you know, complains about. It's that politicians actually don't care about being harassed because being harassed means you get headlines. So the only interest I have in speaking with politicians is an environment where they have no media power, like a private meeting, right? Like other than that, Mm -hmm. there's no public forum in which communicating non-verbally or otherwise with anyone that I disagree with has any function other than to like be like slightly cathartic, but I can just tell them to go fuck themselves on the internet and to your point, um, Alimi, like I feel the exact same way about the police in New York, right? Like I don't have to tell them to go to hell for them to know that I hate them, right? right. And like I think that there's almost like this. I don't maybe maybe I'm the weird one, but like I don't get the catharsis from like you know yelling at a politician to go fuck themselves. Like I just don't. I don't. It doesn't make me feel better. We we just had someone say he would fart in her place. So definitely not. <laughs> definitely not the weird one. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> He said how Mike described oh, it. Oh, Mike's right? not even here. I felt something like dissing him, and he's not even here. Ah, now I feel bad. <laughs> like, you know when Goofy when Goofy jumps up and claps his feet together? That's how I pictured it when he said he would jump up and fart in a play, in a play that was like, why, why is Mike cartoon acting like a cartoon character? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it's not you. It's definitely Mike. It's not you. It's Mike. I don't mind when they're made to feel uncomfortable in public. I just don't. Uh, yeah, it's not something that I, I feel like I, I need to do myself. And it's it, especially for the people on the right specifically, they, as you said, like they love that attention. Like they, yeah. they utilize moments yes. like that to specifically like they look forward to shit like that. Yeah, so exactly. like yeah. when someone on the on the left gets harassed over some shit that they didn't even do, like some made up, usually like say like Bernie Sanders gets like harassed for some shit he didn't do. That's that's, you know, that's it's unfortunate. It's stupid. Um, but you know, it happens. Your public figure is going to happen. But uh, and, yeah, and, and he's not going to use that, you know, think, for media attention. He doesn't care. I, I, th- I think it's yeah, worth a perfect con- example, actually, is. Okay. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I think a perfect example is actually what happened when people protested outside of Kavanaugh's house. Now, if we talk about that in isolation, right, in a vacuum, absolutely. It's there's nothing wrong with it. No one was being violent. Like and also like he's a public figure. Like I don't have a problem with it in that capacity. But from a political strategy perspective, it wasn't particularly bright because all that it did was give them justification to ramp up the degree to which you cannot legally engage with Supreme Court Mm -hmm. justices, right? And like the system has 
a power to reinforce itself when, and that's why this whole like, you know, um, they go low, we go lower thing. Like it doesn't work. It does, we, you, you can't, what's the, is it Audrey, Audrey Lord who talks about like, you know, you can't use the tools of the oppressor and like the there's a philosophical argument there and there's a like very meta moral, you know, morality component to that. But there's also a practical one, right? Like it doesn't work. The people that, you know, um, I mean, just think about last example and then I'll, I'll get off my like Apple box. But like, I think voter outreach is a really good example of how we can't do the things that they do because yeah. we're not trying to energize the same people. Like, you know, they just get to say, oh, look, there's a black boogeyman and, and woke moralists are taking over your cities and shit like that. And that works for them. You can't walk into, into a, a community of disenfranchised voters and be like, Ooh, there's a scary monster out there. They're like, yeah, absolutely. I see them all the time. Like it doesn't, it, it's not that the motivations aren't the same, you know? I, I agree. Mm -hmm. Me and my, my mentor talk about this often and I'm not going to get into the whole larger conversation here, but I, I think when you think about it, he said like one of the things he thinks uh, the, our progressive movements make us at a disadvantage is that white liberals are at the forefront of that. And I don't, and I mean that in the sense of what they think, what they think is effective, right? Like I agree. I think like, I don't believe in the the respectability politics idea that you can't, that there's certain places that are off limits to protest these people. No, not at all. I don't believe fuck them. You should be able to do that. But I think in terms of effectiveness, I don't think it does anything, which is what I think is true about a lot of these performative white liberal um you know, uh, decisions, right? That no one, like the organizers in the ground, though, you hear about those things real often, but those are never really the, the crux of the majority of what people that are protesting are doing. But you hear about those particular initiatives because they're very, you know, white liberal-led initiatives. And I think they um, they don't really speak to the reality. I think they're, they're always very like, oh, people will be, people will be moved. Your oppressors will be moved. Um, with their consciousness, they will see how you feel and you are upset at the house and it doesn't really take into the larger honest. And I think it's because there's so, so much similarity and so much overlap between those groups. Why, why you can't come to terms with the fact that they don't give a fuck. They know, you know yeah. what I mean? They know, they fully understand it, yeah. it does not matter to them. And I think a lot of the times, you, like I said, I think we make on both sides, the right does it and the left do it. But sometimes we, we make the villains we most fair by giving them and feeding them uh, attention and so much of that. I think when you do it with the Marjories, when you do it with the, all of these people, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for a moment, something that makes them something to be talked about. They want to be infamous. They don't care really what it looks like. And so when you mess them up, uh, that's how they go. That's why, you know, Random unpopular opinion that I swear ties in. That's how come, and I'm sure y'all aren't going to agree with me, but I know everybody was tight at how Cersei died at the end of Game of Thrones. But I was always like, I love that. Because that's how you really hurt somebody that really feels like they are so important in the main character <laughs> villain is to give them not the fanfare you think they deserve. You know what I mean? Make it really lackluster. I was like, that fucking bitch, wish she got a monologue off. But no, they killed her in rubble. Like, they didn't even off screen. I can't, I can't and do this. this. <laughs> to me, that's how you really show a Marjorie and them is to pay them dust. Like, when I see NYPD in the bodega and they're trying to make their presence known or hail people or try to chop it up and everyone's kind of like, you know, and you could feel exactly. their discomfort mm -hmm. at not being liked, at not being wanted. And it's like, good. I'm glad you feel that way. I hope you feel uncomfortable and like, I hate you because I do. I see somebody in the comments say spoilers. If you haven't seen Game of Thrones yet, you need to do better. And also that last season just trash. <laughs> you so you're fine. You're, yeah. you'll be okay. yeah, wait, and, and allow me, as you were talking, somebody said, y'all are talking like a bunch of people who want to continue to lose. And I think that is the perfect example of exactly the response to a both and argument 
that is so like punitive and childish because yeah. no one's saying like to your like to your point align me like you're not saying like oh you shouldn't be allowed to do this yeah but being allowed and what the strategy is is two are two fundamentally different things not to mention yeah. the fact that i think there's a a, a bravado and a, like a selfishness and narcissism of a lot of especially white people who feel like they're protesting is going to do something yeah but if you're not being strategic like i don't want a fucking you know generationally wealthy white person like putting up a sign in the streets and like feeling like they, they're getting their rocks off while they're marching i want you to yeah. fucking put up in the ways that you can right yeah. and this idea so i don't mean but like that comment is just so silly right like yeah. you're talking like people who want to continue to lose well what the fuck are you doing number one right and number two if we're not going to have a conversation about strategy, like that's the uncomfortable conversation. Like these days, it's not that uncomfortable anymore to talk about white privilege. It's not that uncomfortable anymore to talk about racism. And, you know, those those words have entered the the cultural jargon and zeitgeist in like a very casual way. But it's still very unpopular to have conversations about like, okay, what would actually work, and what is a reasonable expectation that we can set with a reasonable probability of success, and then how do we measure that? And right? I so and we change. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And we should and, and who we should listen to in certain roles. I think people people aren't prepared. They they take it as um, a stab of importance, right? If you say that oh white liberals should not be the center of the conversation or they should not be leading these movements, they take it as like, oh, you don't appreciate my presence here as much, or I'm not valued as much because they're not comfortable with what it means to not be centered. But it really is a matter truly of effectiveness because it's a matter of if you know me, the person who has to navigate me as 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 a friend, right, is going to be better able to do that, right, than the person who knows me casually on the corner. In the same way, it's like, you know, people say, oh, there's a way that Black people know the police as an institution, and there's a way that you know the police, white person, as people in your friends and families and in your community. And if you have to navigate someone as your oppressor, the people who are going to be best able to tell you what is effective on them, how they work in that role, are the people that they oppress. And that's a problem sometimes. It's like white liberals want to center themselves in the movement. They want to come up with what they think is effective based on dealing with themselves. They think from the perspective of I, the white the white liberal that did feel sympathetic, or it can, can be moved, or that can be changed. And they're like, Let's appeal to my heart. Let's appeal to my emotions when we're telling you, hey, 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 it's deeper than that, actually. There's a there's a different kind of way that they're, they're dealing with you. You might want to take off your little friend hat with how you want to go about that. That's not so effective. We we might want to deal with this from the pockets. And I, you know, I have this conversation as a movement attorney. That's what I do. I'm helping with, you know, different movements, different organizations. How can you do your messaging? And they'll be like, oh, let's uh you know, talk about solitary confinement from the perspective of 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 how, you know, it, people feel. And I'm like, oh, they really want to give you, let's paint a picture of what it's like to be there. And I'm like, they know what it is. They don't, you, they don't care. That's not what it is. Let's 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 talk about it from the angle of how much it's costing. Let's talk about how much it's going to cost. It costs the country, uh, the, the state to continue this practice. And this is the next thing as opposed to you saying, have an honest conversation about not everybody's going to move, be moved by heart. And I think that's something that's left out of, out of conversations with strategy. And you see it across the board in the different ways that are, um, I like to call it the nonprofit industrial complex functions. Because I, I once had an attorney, uh, I was, he asked me to second see this case, a white man. And then he was complaining about the fact that the attorney, the, the client listened to me more than him, even though he's the more senior attorney or whatever it is. And he's like, they only listen. It's just because I'm black, you know, and that was how he dismissed it. And I said, well, 
that actually does have has a material impact on this situation, right? Like if my client and I are are similar, my client feels understood here, we have a better rapport, that is central to my client believing in me and listening to what I have to say, what my legal advice is, what they're gonna do there. It's not something that can be insignificantly dismissed as much as you might not think it should matter. It does, and so it will impact what happens because if the client doesn't trust you, you don't bother to form a relation with, relationship with the client. Y'all don't speak the same language. They don't understand you. They never hear from you. When you show up talking about take this plea, they're not going to trust you. So then now they go to trial on something they shouldn't go to trial and not in jail for 25 years when maybe they could have been out in three. So it does have a material impact. And I think that same that same thing translates to our our larger political strategy of like, all right, we're letting white liberals and we're letting certain groups that are not the marginalized people take control of how we go about politics, advocacy, and win. And, and, but in reality, they're not the ones best, best act to do it, I think. But also, oh, and I know Sam has to get out of here soon. So let's go. Well, I was going to say one quick thing. Everyone changes their strategy based on who they're talking to, right? Like right now, yeah. this is the leftist mafia. We're just having a time. We're, we're, I mean, a good time. Like we're just having a great time. Yeah. So obviously we're having fun. We're going to talk about it this way. It's not going to be like, we're not all sitting here like, all right, so who is doing direct action? Who tomorrow is going to be going to, you know, this LGBTQ plus protest? Who is going to be doing this? It's like, uh, we're just going through everything that happened the week and having fun and that kind of stuff, right? But like, you'll see every single one of the people up here right now in different settings, obviously completely change the way they strategize and speak and communicate because that's so important and they all know that, right? Like if you're on the breakfast club, it's obviously going to be, Hey, I, I want to get down to the brass tacks. Here's the points. Here's the the prison industrial complex. Here's what you need to know. Every everyone at home, you know, here's how you can help. That's it, right? It's not like, hey, let, let's all uh, have a fucking great ass time on the internet for a little bit. Exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. Sam, I know you got to get out of here soon. Did you any anything you wanted to say before I let you go? Impart some wisdom on the people and remind them where they can follow you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm, I hey, I was just happy to join. Uh, this was great. I would, I would love to come back sometime. And and uh, you know, I actually I, I follow a bunch of y'all on the on the interwebs, and I appreciate the work that y'all do. Um, for those out there watching, you can catch me at uh, at Sam Whiteout basically everywhere. Um, I work with you know brands and nonprofits and and uh, kids and organizations trying to you know find my lane and then stick to it and do something. That can be helpful. So um, anyways, thanks so much for having me. And I hope to chat with y'all again soon. Thank you, Sam. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. I'm following you right now. Yeah, following now as well. I'm following as well. Yep. Yay, we love this. I'm sitting back in my chair. Those are my contributions. So. <laughs> and now for things some, get crazy. For some levity. I do have some clips. I mean, there. I don't know if you yes. want to, you know. Get into the weird shit, stupid. Yes, shit. I want both. I want clips and weird shit. shit. David. Yeah, uh, they're David. Give me a reason. Yeah, because the uh, CPAC is today. So mm. it's, so boring. Some, it's so boring. It's so boring. Luckily, these <laughs> clips are like they're they're not like long clips. We're talking like you know, sixteen seconds. Here's the first one. It's like a thirty second mm -hmm. one. So uh, just some some quick uh, quick examples of some some dipshits here. Uh, I don't know who this lady is, but let's listen. She looks like a Peggy. Bit. We'll call her Peggy. Has anybody watched the Academy Awards or Super Bowl halftime lately? Or did you keep your children away from it? Because oh, it gosh. was beneath dignity. It was not what God had in mind when he created us in his image. What? Okay. <laughs> I haven't watched half of these, so these are all, like new to me. 
<laughs> that one's ridiculous completely. Uh, like, we'll see what else we got here. <laughs> yeah, what is that even supposed to mean? God created people ass naked, like according to the story, like he just yeah. taking at face value, yeah. according to your ass naked, running around and ass then naked, incest, ass. and then it was so just it was incest trouble. forever. Yeah. Like that's what they did: ass naked, fucking in the grass, eating fruit. That was God's image. <laughs> Like, come on, bro. Okay. Shitting in a hole in the ground. <laughs> Here we go, Senator T Tommy Tuberville. Good old Tommy Tuberville. Mm. And I want them to have what we've had the opportunity to have, but today they're being indoctrinated in education. Uh, all this woke, uh, transgender athletes, uh, CRT, 1619. Uh, we don't teach reading, writing, and arithmetic anymore. Uh, you know, Everyone's asking, can you turn it up, David? When they graduate. Sorry? Oh, my chat's asking, can you turn it up? They're like, we can barely hear it. Is it. Not, it is on max. Oh, that's and, nice. Fair uh, enough. I'm doing what I can in the tab here, but. Think about this. Half the kids in this country, when they graduate, can't read their diploma. Now, if you can't oh. read, what? If you can't read in the United States, you're not taught to read. You can imagine what other Citation, please. Yeah, <laughs> can't yeah. read diploma. All right. What the hell? What the fuck is he talking? I mean, he, that was like a fucking buzzword bingo where he hit all of them. <laughs> CRT, 1619, oh, transgenderism. It's always tran transgenderism, by the way. That's how they say yes. it. Or the transgenders. But like every bingo. Or as, as Aiden Ross says, I heard this today, uh, transferring. That's what he calls it. What? Oh, wow. <laughs> That's wow. Wow. <laughs> He's that, guy, that guy is such a uh, fucking moron. Yeah, that's that's, that's like what he's doing to his career right now. Was, right? He called it fascist. Like, fascist. He, he saw the word fa fascist and, and read it as fascist. It was just he. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest anyway. with you. That, if if we're doing like a little Aiden Ross, like uh, I don't know, freeze lock or something, it's been ridiculous to watch how fast he's descended into like. How do you keep doing this? It's like you're you're He's, one day it's it's yeah. like you're showing your audience porn, and then the next day you're platforming a neo-Nazi, and then the day after that it's like something worse. He's trying <laughs> very hard to find an audience now. I mean, uh, the first time I heard about him, actually, I no, he Matt has Bender. an audience. He has like sixty thousand people. He did a story vendor where where he was scamming people with like he had some some shitcoin thing that he he had pushed on people. Oh right, like, that's he was, first... uh, he he got paid by a a, a company. Uh, he got paid by Crypto somebody yeah. to live on his stream and purchase a shitcoin called MILF token. <laughs> and um, MILF token, wow. Yes, Epic. and he, he, you know, he, he showed people how to buy it and Epic, you know, promoted it during the stream. And then a few days later, uh, I, I don't want to put a date on it, either a few days later or maybe a few weeks or maybe even a few months later. But the point is, a little bit later, he came out on his stream and told his audience, I hope none of you bought, actually bought that shit, uh, even though he promoted it. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> he did it to make money, right? Like he's just... Yes, yes. Oh. Then he did it because he got a, he got a bag. a rug pull. Yeah. <laughs> Don't they feel bad? I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, no. taking advantage of the people who made you who you are. That's so wrong. Right. And not even your fans. He, he maintained and grew his audience. Like, how do you grow your audience after fucking people out of, after selling them on some shit you knew was garbage for Mac for cash? Well, if you your children are gullible enough. That's yeah. true. That is uh, yeah. true. Players right. It's, it's, it's and true. isn't that the whole issue with him, one, showing porn on a live stream was, I think I watched a video or a TikTok or something about it. 
and they in the chat or something he was asking how old people were and like a lot of them said they were underage and then he still went and showed the explicit material anyway or some shit like it's that it's just so wow. fucked up so fucked. this is a person who was criticizing like women being in the hot tubs on twitch all the time it was kind of like well they're yeah. you know trying to you know this is degenerate uh, you know young men could see their boobies what if this happens you know and then all of a sudden it's like you're just straight up unconsensually showing porn to like 60,000 people maybe like 10,000 of them could be teenagers who who knows but like that's fucked up you know what's even the point of streaming porn like what was his rationale just to be edgy like i don't even yeah his his buddy his buddies david's right yeah i i I, yeah context doesn't matter he's right david's right (laughs) (laughs) right. here's another this this is actually kind of funny because it's just it doesn't really make any sense why don't you talk a little bit about in the united states senate you know how how are you pushing back how is the senate and how are republicans uh on capitol hill uh pushing back against the biden administration and 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 their their policies well every day is something new yeah uh they're coming after family they want to divide family they don't want any gender they want one gender uh, what? To attack what? Everything that we've one gender to rule them <laughs> all. Wait, Highlander gender. Time. All right, I, I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> only one, only one gender to rule them all. Which gender will be surprising? Yeah. Yeah. Ears and go by their their ideology, and they know the left knows, especially the far left. The the progressives, the crazies, they know oh, that yeah. if they can get to our young kids, then it will change everything just in a short period of time. And they've been able to do that. And I heard. Yeah, OK. I'm sorry, but if I were really, really drunk, I could still rep- recite their talking points far better than he could. Like he doesn't yeah. he didn't even brush up five minutes before going on stage. He's just like trying to do the thing and he's doing it very poorly. It's embarrassing, honestly. Like they have to have this shit down, because what is what what is what is one gender like? What is <laughs> one gender? gender. They <laughs> want one gender. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just scrap. We're scrapping the male female type gen, masculine feminine genders, and we're just doing robot gender. That way, everybody, you know. We're all equal here, so everybody has to be robot gender. You paint your face gray, and you talk like this. That's what the Democratic Party's going with. That's their, I guess, compromise in in lieu of gender abolition. That's what they're pushing. This is some fun right-wing on right-wing action we got right here. So uh, apparently, here's a police officer outside the Ron DeSantis book event in Leesburg, Florida, was told to remove anyone wearing Trump from the line. (laughs) And that's Laura Loomer, by the way. Oh, yeah, that is. Yep. Oh, this is super low volume. Let me see if I can turn it. It gets a little bit louder towards, like, the middle. Because. Because of what you're wearing? Because they told me to say anybody wearing Trump has to go right now. Oh! Oh! I'm sorry, guys. I have to call LPD now. That's fine. There you go. That's all right. This is great. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's that's going to be that. That's one that Trump should hold on to. And like, if you know, because mm-hmm. it's, yeah, it's it's not showing uh, DeSantis in a good light. I don't think for uh, their. You've people. treated my supporters very unfairly. They were <laughs> very unkind to them. 
like I love to see the fascist on fascist violence like this because it's it's so cathartic to see them get the shit back that they that they put out into the world. I don't know if any of you remember this, but during the 2016 Republican primary, one of Trump's supporters was uh, addressed by Ted Cruz. I think he heckled Ted Cruz. So Ted Cruz tried to talk to this Trump supporter uh, so, to, I guess, reason with him. And the whole time, regardless of what Ted was saying, he just kept screaming, line Ted, line Ted, fake news, you're, you're lying Ted. And like, Ted Cruz tried so hard to reason with him. He's like, listen, he says that he wants to kill the families of ISIS. And he's like, no, you're lying Ted. And I love it because... This is the same people who they court. So when it gets turned back on them, when they realize that, like, this is the bed that they've lied in, it, like, it, it, it's really beautiful to see. So I hope we get that with DeSantis bearing the brunt of all of the craziness uh, of Trump's uh, supporters. That would be really great to see. It'd, be, it'd make the GOP primaries a lot more enjoyable than they're already going to be. You guys sound a little like robots. Is that just me? Or, or is it sounding? Is it just on my end? Just you. I, I, I think it's just you. Everyone sounds good to me. Yeah, same. We're all I'm not sure what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I right, got well. one more clip here, and it's just uh, it's uh, I actually haven't watched this, but I heard it's it's uh, well, it is how it's described. Um, oh boy. Aaron, this is Fox News in a, in a Florida diner, and apparently oh, I saw cannot this find cannot find a DeSantis supporter. <laughs> so, mm. Hi, Lawrence. First off, Metro Dining here. I got a question for you, Ray. I'll just press pause for a second. Uh, I, I love the setup here. Like, obviously, they just walked into a diner completely off the cuff, and people are just going about their morning like they always do, circling around the outside of the dining area. <laughs> what are all those people doing lined up at that wall? Very bizarre. Standing room in this diner. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. Very clear that they uh, made made an, uh, at the very least an announcement that Fox News was coming to town. I'm also noticing some there's some music in the background. So if this is cut out later in the VOD, people understand why. Uh, but hopefully that mm. music goes away. 2024. Who's pumped up for the election? All right. Rap, rapid fire. Who's your man? Who's your woman? My man, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Donald Trump, Christy. Christy, no. Who's your man? Trump. A woman. Trump. Trump. A lot of Trump fans. That music is getting. Donald Trump and Nikki Haley. All right, so far. I like Jimmy Dore. Why is All Star playing? It's really annoying. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably stop that. It's gonna like take down my entire channel. But, yeah, I uh, think I think we got the the the, the idea here. Yes, we got the idea. Diner in Florida, you'd think some of them would be for DeSantis. I think he eventually gets the one woman who's like, yeah, I like DeSantis or Trump. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty it clear. It's kind of surprising considering it's Florida. Like, I thought yeah. it would be a little more divided, I mean, I, I, don't I, don't, I don't think it's too surprising. I mean, I think I mean, well, it was maybe. Based on, based on polls, but I know we can't all trust polls, but based on polls, DeSantis has been leading in Florida over, over Trump. But I Yeah, I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I think as DeSantis is out there more, he's uh, people will see right through him that he's got nothing. Um, and as Trump gets continues to get his, his groove back, uh, he's clearly going to uh, take. To, it's it's not even going to be close. It's going to be I, Trump. I think it's Republicans Trump. really. If I think Republicans if they really want evil to prevail, they should go with DeSantis. Like oh, if yeah, I were a Republican right. and I want <laughs> I my, 
I wanted to see a new world order. I'm going to Santa's all day. Like that's, yeah. that's true but energy. They they vote with feeling, right? Like it's charisma. So when it goes to like that's what it is. Trump has the charisma. DeSantis doesn't. So Trump's going to win out because he's going to be the elephant in the room. And, and they're gonna, mm -hmm. you know, the what DeSantis is doing in Florida, I guess, comes second, <laughs> really. To I mean, I think that's Trump better makes for them us. feel. I personally think it's better for. I think that's better for us or better for for it Democrats is. to have Trump. I think that's better. Yes. Trump. Yeah. So yep. ultimately, if the, if the Republicans don't realize what the devil has handed them and DeSantis, who am I to push them towards the devil's like? Um, so you know, but they should go with DeSantis because that's the evil <laughs> motherfucker. He's going, he's going to get some because he's going to do it to me. Like I said, I uh, DeSantis' strength is he is the evil of yesteryear, where Republicans were able to do all the evil things they wanted under the cloak of civility and ideology and belief system. And DeSantis does that. He returns them more to that. But if they want to go, <laughs> listen, if they want to go flashy, who am I to stop them? But Donald, mm -hmm. Donald Trump is better for us, I think, because that's the because if they want Donald Trump is all the hatred is already mobilized against them. Everybody, yes. now, like Democrats right now don't have anybody compelling that we're putting forward, but if you could give people the old fear they felt of, oh, Jesus, not Donald Trump, because they don't know. People who aren't paying attention don't know DeSantis the, the same way. They don't have the yes. same level of, we yep. need to work out for him. But if you say Donald Trump, they're like, oh no, nobody wants to go back there. So they'll come Bye. out, because that's the thing, even though... I always say Biden, the only reason Donald Trump is the best thing that ever happened to Joe Biden. Joe Biden would never be president of the United States if it weren't yep. for Donald Trump. Period. Absolutely. Yeah. Nobody felt strongly for it, but it's the most votes ever cast. He's okay? not yeah, like, there. He talks <laughs> to ghosts. Yeah. Like, no, he talks to ghosts. The president of the United States should not talk to people who aren't there. That's not normal. That's scary as fuck, okay? I say that I say that as a non-American. I don't want to see that. I don't want to watch that. I don't want to see a podium with the most powerful human being on the planet talking to a human being who isn't there. It just, it should not happen in 2023. Wait, no, no, no. Joe Biden did. Well, I'm sure Trump has at one point or another. Trump talks to the, the American flag. Well, in, in fairness to Biden, that's yes. uh, Biden, I've, I've been under the impression that Biden's no longer with us. So, when you think about it, like, <laughs> he's coasting. He's, he's coasting. 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 Trump, I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> then hell yeah. <laughs> oh, Blair. Yes, ma'am. I've got you. All right. So here's kind of a a little goofy question. Um, so apparently this was brought up in one of Matt Bender's streams, um, asking if we were ever going to consider going on tour of doing a live leftist mafia All show right. in Toronto. Yes. That was brought up. Someone, ca someone called in and wanted to, someone called in and wanted us to do uh first they wanted us to do a tour and then they mentioned being oh, that so there. Uh, so Lance there. is on one side Lance is on one side of Canada, right? And David's on the other side of Canada at the very least. We should go oh, up to both of you guys. Oh, yeah. hell yes. Yes. What's hilarious, Let's do it. what's hilarious about that idea to me is that we just got each other's phone numbers like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, don't th I don't think I've given you I didn't see any of that. Yeah. I didn't even give Binder, you guys Binder's my not a part of it. He wouldn't do it on Twitter. He didn't trust Twitter. <laughs> 
No, you guys yeah. are ready. <laughs> yeah, 13 no, shows I, I and we're going that. on tour. That's amazing. Cool. I, I would do that, though. That's fun. <laughs> I definitely, I, I said the other day I want leftist mafia hoodies. So, I mean, that, that's in the same vein <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, would, I just want, like, how, uh, not to, like, you know, talk us down or anything, but how big is our audience? Like, are we able to, are people going to show up? <laughs> <laughs> we'll sell out stadiums, David. Ticketmaster won't know what happened. I, I got it. <laughs> in Canada, like, are, really, are, are there enough Canadians watching us right now? Show I mean, you two, you two, I, I, I would billions. assume, man, between Four the six billions. of us, we could definitely, we could definitely pack a, a venue, like a, a moderate-sized venue in New York, in, in New York City. Like yeah, in Brooklyn well, or something. I would say New a one-off. Yeah, a one-off. We all go to we all go to New York. That would work. I, that, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I would be all for New York, like Brooklyn. I'm just to throw it out there. I feel like that'd be a yes. good place to do it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I would oh, be. Yeah. I would be that all for amazing. that. I think that'd be dope. That sounds I mean, amazing. more people watch our show than than we think. I, I've realized. Like today, I was on Laverne Cox's show, and she was fully talking to me about our episodes, and I was like, oh wow, people will watch. That <laughs> is wild. <laughs> That yes. is absolutely wild. Yes, fully yeah, watches like... it. Fully watches, and she said that <laughs> she is dying to come on the show. So I we are going to schedule so that. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I literally was like, "Oh, I can't wait to go flex in the whole group chat, Laverne." Thank you for telling me. I'm going to go tell them that that's what I that's what I did for us. <laughs> like, uh, wow. I'm going to have to be quiet. Yeah. I'll just fangirl the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no big deal. No big deal. Listen, no, it's amazing. It really is dope. Yeah. So um actually I think we can. I, I think that'd be dope. I think that's something yeah. to shoot for. Let's revisit that in a couple months. Maybe. Not, yeah, I was just Yeah, say, yeah, let's let's wait. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, we'll, we'll table let's that for revisit now. it in, in 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 August. Let's let's start talking mm -hmm. about it again in August. Absolutely. And in the yeah. meantime, I am working on creating our Discord server and oh, cool. I created our subreddit as well. Well, oh, we have a subreddit? Awesome. What's our subreddit? Yeah. It's R slash the leftist mafia. What? Oh yeah. I don't. I don't know. And then I'm working on our Discord server right now. That's amazing. My replaceholder name is the Breadline, but that's what I'm working with. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm joining. I'll take it. I like that. Maybe we'll get submissions from the subreddit too, because yes. you know we could see what people post throughout the week. You can upload yes. it. Get uploaded. So. RM Brown invite RM Brown again. Who's that? Oh yeah. Oh, he was on a few weeks ago. He's funny. Oh, uh, he said you were his favorite. Oh, on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I spoke so much weed. Right. Right. I, I know exactly <laughs> who y'all talking about. My fault. I was like, reading <laughs> <laughs> the comments. Let me like, and then immediately I started trying to clear the 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 haze of smoke in my brain. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, um, so that would be dope. That would be we dope. we do have to talk about one topic we haven't touched yet, and I think it's pretty important. And mm. I know all of you have been itching to talk about it, which is uh, Scott Adams and the future of comics as we oh. know them. Oh my! Yeah. My oh. episode of my live stream was all about that this week. Entire should breakdown I, of. Uh... Should I play his clip? Is it even necessary? <laughs> I mean, I think everyone knows it. I, 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 yeah. I do think. Have, have you seen a birth of a nation? Team. If you've okay. seen a birth of a nation, you probably know what he's going to talk about. It's, it's going to be a long I do like a, yeah. I do like this version of the clip simply because it has an Elon Musk tweet right above it, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of shows how both of these people are absolutely disgusting. Here it is. <laughs> That's good. What exactly what are they complaining about? <laughs> I'm trying to 
hopefully this is loud enough. We'll see. This advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Where, wherever you have to go, just go. By the way, in case you don't know, this is the creator of Dilbert, that, that comic strip. Oh, that's why he got fired? This is the shit he said. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he gets so much worse. Oh, you haven't should, seen the full, like, fight. Give, we, should, we should give some, some context here, because the conservatives defending him were all about the context. True. And that is, there was this poll that was put out by the pollster, the right-wing pollster, mm -hmm. Rasmussen. Rasmussen. That basically uh, asked, you know, put out a survey and got a, a poll results. From that survey from um people they, they asked do you agree with this statement it's okay to be white and i should give you some background on that this is a phrase that was originated on 4chan back in 2017 as like one of their troll campaigns whether the phrase was actually started by pure trolls who wanted nothing more than to mess with people or trolls who were white supremacists doesn't fucking matter because the point is from that troll campaign on 4chan actual out uh happy to be out white supremacists and neo-nazis grand wizard of the kkk like yeah yeah <laughs> like david duke started yeah. actually using the phrase it's okay to be white yeah. A lot. Like David Duke has been all when he was on Twitter, was all over Twitter using it. It's all over his website. You can literally find photos of white supremacists rallies where they're holding banners of the phrase "It's okay to be white." So regardless of whatever, it's a the ADL also uh, considers it to be, considers it to be a hate symbol on their website. They they list it under it hate is. symbols. So. They asked this poll question, uh, do you agree with the statement, Is it okay? Uh, it's okay to be white? And in the breakdown, they uh, pulled out just what the uh, uh, black Americans they polled uh, uh, thought. And it was something like 52% of black Americans agreed that it, it's, it's, okay, it's okay to be white. Uh, enough, like 23 or something percent disagreed and like 20% said they weren't not sure so if you really want to break that down it's clear that you got a number of people who have no idea what's wrong with like what the background of that phrase is so they probably said i have nothing wrong with that statement and then you had that 23 percent that disagreed who probably looked it up and went oh shit look at all the stuff <laughs> on, i just googled and found it's this like is not said, okay i disagree with that statement all, all lives <laughs> matter do you agree do you agree with the sentence all lives matter someone like most people would be like oh wait no right. no, no, no 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 like in theory right. yes but like uh that, that's a white mm -hmm. Because it's a rebuttal right? to Black Lives Matter, which exactly. is why they're apprehensive. Exactly. Yeah. But, 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 but even with all that said, okay, you have all these addendums here to the, with the context. You have this right-wing leaning pollster Rasmussen clearly asking this question to cause controversy because they yes. know, they know. Of course. Of course. And then on top of that, you have. Um, you have the background of the actual phrase and what it means. So you've got to assume that at least some of the people who were surveyed looked it up and found out, and that's what, uh, you know, had them choose. The right wing shit. They heard it and they're like, what the fuck are they even talking? Oh, the right wing right. is some bullshit. Right. And they mm -hmm. but, yeah. but, but then on top of that, on top of that, you even do have 53% a majority of the black Americans they asked in this poll still agreeing that it's okay to be but that white. Wasn't enough. That wasn't yeah, enough. That wasn't enough. That wasn't enough for Scott Adams. <laughs> but, then on top of, but, even, but even like further on top of that, if you look at like the methodology of the, the poll, the 
black Americans that were asked, their number, the number of them was 113. It was 113. It was 113. Black people! <laughs> it's 113 black people! No, no, no. But no, based on that, Scott so Adams, it's like, like 53% of black people don't agree with white people should exist. This is them calling for a white genocide. So, so, so with like all the people that respond. Yeah. Right, right. So, with all that in mind, with all that in mind, go ahead and play the clip so that now that yeah. you know what True. enraged Get Scott intro. Adams, the creator Get of Dilbert, to go ahead here. And in his number, he, he adds the not sure and mm -hmm. the no together. So to create his number, which isn't even the actual number, but anyways, here it is. This advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the fuck away. Where, wherever you have to go, just get away. So I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse, and so I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna back off from being helpful to Black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life, and I've been the only outcome is I be, I get called a racist. White That's people are very. You know what's crazy? I swear to God, I have a DM and my I have a message in my DMs from a white person that follows me just like this, like being very, very dead ass, being incredibly <laughs> like down. No, I, I, I'm really, I'm swear to God, I'm not even lying. Like this level of unhinged is is, is rapid. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, I swear to God. Yesterday, I, like, I, I mean, believe like, you. I, 100%. because I made like that 20 second video where I was like, I don't like when white ladies are trying to be condescending and they go girl or sis. Set, set this white lady off, yo. She, she messaged me. She said, <clears throat> what, what I want to know, I want to know, uh, what the fuck was Scott Adams doing for black people that he's going to pull back from? <laughs> like, what was his, what is his big contribution to black America that he's going, he, he, well, he used not to identify Scott Adams black anymore, black people. <laughs> like, what is this contribution? He, he used to identify creator. as black. You've got to reveal that he used to identify as black. That was the other part. Like, I could not imagine. Oh, oh wait, but this uh, clip. This clip didn't have something right before where this clip starts. He also called, I don't think it was part of this clip. He calls, because of these poll results, he calls black people in America a hate group. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. Before that, he says, I no longer identify as a black man in America because I now see oh, that they are a hate group. That He says that in that clip. And then everyone was kind of like record scratch. Like he probably misspoke there. The next day he starts tweeting out, I used to identify as a black man. I no longer do that because they're a hate group. And you're like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> like, what d level of 4chan is this? I don't even know. I've never seen it before. <laughs> like, like, yeah, this is this is levels of 4chan I didn't think was humanly possible. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but this is Anyways, one of the biggest uh, comics in the world. Olay, go ahead. I, I want to hear those. I want to hear those DMs. Oh, let me. <laughs> I love you. Some white folks might want to know how to be better allies, how to be educated and involved in black culture without being black fishers, how to be good people without being appropriators. Sometimes we don't think we can even express outrage about a police murder because we, quotations, don't think it's our place. Can you believe that shit? It's like two women in the same community, but saying, girl, please, because all of us women are still doing worse than men. Anyways, I'm going to step away for a while. You're my favorite person, but I am a white lady, caps lock. 
Nothing I can do about it. Not my choice. <laughs> How dare you, Ole? <laughs> I was like, oh my god. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Whatever did I do to you, white woman? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Holy shit. How could you do this to me? Forgive me. <laughs> How could I? No, they, they no. Really, it's really a certain level of like the way that they think that their um their compassion is so is so coveted. Like I actually spent about two percent of my life feeling sorry for Negroes, and I'll never do that shit again. Since you ungrateful Negroes, there and since the fucking shit, she's like, can you believe that? I tried to have the nerve. I, I really tried to have some passion for you Negroes. And somebody on Twitter told me to watch my tone. Could you believe that shit? Girl, fuck you. <laughs> I love you, but girl, fuck you. I will be taking it back from all you, your Negro struggles. Handle it on your own since you know so well, Miss Negro. Since you don't want me to call you girl. Okay, then, sister girl. <laughs> I was like, Miss, I was... I was cracking jokes with my people. It wasn't even, why are you so fat? This, is, this letter is so long. I love you know what? Laugh. Fuck that lady for being white specifically. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel bad because I'm sure she really does like, like me. But I was like, I ain't, I ain't do nothing. I ain't even... I was that the post you. about you were talking about AAVE? Because you said yeah. nothing. Okay. That if you get that apoplectic over that, I'm sorry. Oh, you, so you need to reevaluate your life because <laughs> yeah, what you said was perfectly reasonable and funny. Let me send yes. audience. Yeah. I'll send and a video e to Twitter. So and even if even if she doesn't agree with you, just ignore you. Like she doesn't yeah. have to freak out. Right. Like DM you about it. Like it's just we're human beings. Gotta we're gonna drop say the things DMs. Disagree with. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. But my and my thing is there was some other white girl on Twitter that got mad too. Is trying to get all angry. And I'm like, here's my thing. I said it. And then you're literally looking at thousands of black women say the same thing. Jump in of all of us like, that they hate that shit. And then they go out of the way to be like, girl, sis. And I'm like, see, you see what I'm saying? I, I told you. I set a boundary. I said, I don't like something. And now you've decided to do that anyway. Now, if I curse you out, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> but <laughs> all right. Um, I'm sending you all the video that set them off. It also was funny because it was like, it's a joke. It's like, I mean, like, I mean, like, you know, you know, theoretically, you're serious, but the video itself is for comedy. It's a few seconds, like, jokes. I sent it to the group chat on Twitter. So I was like, why are you? I was like, how did y'all? What are you? Fly off the handle over that. Jesus yeah. Christ. I was like, I have like a full length, full length videos calling for the abolishment of your criminal system. You should go. You should go be more upset about something else. Like, I don't feel like this should rise to it for you. <laughs> the other part of the, the Scott Adams thing that wasn't in that clip was just that he he also talked about how he uh, how he's moved away to like an all white community now or something like, yeah, the, just like as, a, as opposed yeah. to where the other white people live. Right. Mm -hmm. well, and he said that, though, after hearing this poll. 
But it's like, wait, did you see the poll before you decided to move or did you already make that decision to get away from black people before you saw the poll? So he's he's telling on himself on so many levels and there's just like layers to the insanity. It's it's still you won't take any responsibility like, too. My thing is just be a racist. Like I don't understand like well, yeah, he, that's, he won't. Now he's just being no, like but, but he won't take like, responsibility just, for it now. Yeah, he's trying to back yeah, away now. Yeah. Yeah. The title like it's okay. Like the reason why we have words is so that it's easier to describe I completely what you're agree. doing. Like you well, don't it's need to he doesn't want his he doesn't want his his livelihood impacted. That's what like his, his No, but David, did you David, David, did you see today? Gilbert, y'all shouldn't be surprised. At <laughs> <laughs> it's like, guess what? Work sucks. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but David, David, today he was saying that like he, he actually was the only one who didn't know. He's like, oh, so now everyone is saying I'm a racist because I didn't know it was a racist sentence to ask, is it okay to be white? He actually he tweeted that out today. And I was like, Oh Everyone God. knows. Come on, you have you're on the internet. Regardless you're... of the poll, it's just it's everything he said in the video. Like it doesn't. Right. The yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't yeah. forgive the whole like segregation would be great again. Yeah. That doesn't doesn't skirt over that. And part. also, yeah. by the way, everything about it is so funny, right? Because if you call them a white supremacist, they'll be they'll be so angry. But they are literally, quite literally, discussing white supremacy because the fact that you're even discussing, he's talking to the whites. Hey, stop lending them your help and compassion. You are literally implying that we. We are the dominant group. We are the people whose help you need. We are the we are the people in power, right? They would need our assistance. And he is literally saying, "Hey, hey, hey, stop that shit." So it's like you're quite literally conceding to be a, be a white supremacist, and yet, and yet, you are so upset um, by that characterization. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I see. You dropped uh, this Matt really Anderson funny. Yeah, this really funny. Oh, it, the first black character with... on Dilbert. Yeah, yeah. This is the yeah. This apparently is the first <laughs> black character on Dilbert on the left. Open yeah. up the picture on the left completely. That's how the strip looks, I guess, like on his website or how after he thirty made years, the strip. thirty yeah. years, the joke, the is first black character in thirty years, <laughs> and of oh course, God. it's it's making years. the tra the, the 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 gender identity joke here. Mm -hmm. I identify as uh, white. Says his first black character. The very first thing, the first black character on Dilbert says is, "I identify as white." <laughs> yep. Wow. But, and it's it's but, the one joke. When it printed in the actual newspaper, it printed on a non-Sunday, which means when it's not printed on a Sunday, it gets printed in black and white. Oh so God. it ruined his entire joke. Oh and God. it just ended up looking like... <laughs> That's beautiful. Like a white guy. Saying, hey, this is white. actually funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh wow! Where? Well, yes, I assumed we were going to start asking uh, who is getting canceled and uncanceled this week. Mm. Yeah, we could do that. Cancel George Santos. Yeah, I vote to cancel. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we're recanceling. Is yep, it me yeah. a culper or what? <laughs> yeah. Let's clean house. Let's clean house. All right, you clean up your room. You know. So the, wait, the mantra. what happened this yeah. week that 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 has changed things? <sighs> this bastard. Let me read the tweet. I was like, bro, you can't even let a good thing last. Like, you can't even let me get my jokes off in peace. Okay, he tweeted. Um, See if we can find the My district has become the constant target of international organized crime thanks to failed border policies, New York State bail laws. That's where he really had me fucked up. And weak leadership on public safety. All Americans deserve safety. And it was at that moment that he became my enemy. Um, 
So yeah, I can't even get my jokes off in the good name. I have to, I have to put him up, not for cancellation, but for execution. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think he's been up for cancellation too many times. <laughs> Elevated, all right, he is recanceled. <laughs> yes, okay, uncanceled. Who are we uncanceling? Oh, I, I don't want anyone to be uncanceled this week, honestly. Everyone can yeah. stay where they are. <laughs> All right, I don't know who's canceled. That's always the problem for me. <laughs> I think everyone that's canceled it deserves to be canceled. Wait, does anybody watch Perfect Match? Y'all, y'all really disappoint me. <laughs> uh, is anybody, please, if you watch Perfect Match on Netflix, type in the comments quickly, quickly, so I can see if it's worth even me me saying what I want to say. Somebody say yes. Just I, all I need is one. Um, <laughs> just one. Really, <laughs> that's really all I need. But if if, if y'all have watched Perfect Match. I need. What the hell is perfect? Match? What the hell is perfect? Match the first <laughs> it's, oh, it's a fucking hot match show on Netflix. Okay. So no. Cool. Oh, no, bro, bro. Yes, you got a yes. You got a yes. Yes, thank God. All right, so it's this trash ass reality it, dating show on Netflix. You got you so got Netflix two yeses in my several, chat too. Never Netflix has several bad dating shows. Uh, Love is blind. Uh, Love is blind. Uh, too hot to handle. The circle, the mole, and some something else stupid. Anyway, they they took a bunch of those people from those popular dating shows and threw them in this house. And they said, "Well, you got to find your perfect match. Just be throwing them in a the bed to get all kind of nonsense. Just a bunch of foolishness. Just just the bottom of the barrel child." But there's one guy on there named Bartiz. That motherfucker is a villain. He was a villain on Love Is Blind. He, he came back more villain. His haircut is absurd. Everything about him needs to be canceled and done away with. He is a gaslighting, <laughs> caramel-colored uh, Bert from Bert and Ernie. Uh, I can't I, stand him. I watched when he was on Love, Love is Blind, so I recognize this guy. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, and he's worse. He's a fucking... That he's worse than that show? On the new show? So awful. He's so awful. Actually, you know what? Let me actually cancel Netflix and tire their producers for what they do with these dating shows because <laughs> the way on Perfect Mash, they Hell wanted yeah. to make them all look diverse. So they threw on a bunch of black uh, black women that all get voted. Every single one. Every black person, when they, come, they bring back all the people who've been voted off, nothing but that's the whole black cast. No one there to be interested in them romantically is absurd. The only oh there God. went to like, like a couple of light-skinned black guys that only like white women there. It was it was <laughs> unreal. Um, So cancel, cancel all that shit. Netflix, the perfect match, Bartice by name. That is what I, I want to put up for, for cancellation. Um, that still doesn't help us on uncancellation, but that's definitely cancel them. <laughs> definitely cancel them. I need that. There you go, more cancellations. Yes, absolutely. Let me see who else we could cancel. Let me see. Um, I see Ariana Davis and Miley Cyrus return back to their regular white colors. So Maybe, maybe, maybe then. <laughs> Actually, I, I <laughs> didn't know that. That's an update again, I so. didn't know about. Okay, well, yeah, good yeah. for them for living their truth. Yeah, That's both great. They decided to be white I, women I, I, again. So okay, I, I cool. Guess. I hope I hope they feel seen. Nice. Yes. <laughs> so, so theoretically, live your truth. Cool. Nice. Nice. Maybe good we for can them. For them. them. <laughs> <laughs> They've had a hard time. You know, they deserve it. Y'all got anybody? Someone's saying okay. cancel Pete Buttigieg. He's already he's canceled. Yeah, he's, he's, he's already canceled. canceled. You, you Quite can't a while. Cancel. Yeah. <laughs> Why cancel the weekend and Sam Levinson? What they do? Yeah. Uh, it's it's it's, so it's such, such a long, There's long story to get. coming out. It's super long. Huh? It's really long. It's it's a whole oh, it's long? new. Yeah, it's long. It's long. 
Okay, y'all gotta tell you, me next week if it matters you, still. You gotta watch the the clip it's, on the weekend. It's around Twitter. like an HBO. It's like an HBO show, right? They're like an yeah. HBO show coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The show up. Why are they mad? Why I can't have a show? What's up with having a show? Why is having a show get you canceled? Apparently, the show is a good breakdown of this too. Wait, tell us, Lance. Oh, the show's apparently a shit show. It's made by the creator of Euphoria. I don't know if you know about the controversy behind Euphoria being a show that, like, hyper-sexualizes high school people. And so now that same person is making a new show. And now they're all kind of like, the new show seems super uh, yikesy. And now The weekend is like, uh, he tweeted out a video clip that was making fun of Rolling Stone, who was criticizing them for the whole thing. And the whole thing is a little perpetual. It's just, it's yikes all around kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, you know, such is life. That's not like this, the regular stuff they be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's nothing too interesting. Surprises. Yeah. Why are they mad at Haley Be- uh, Haley Bieber? I'm assuming it's white people business. Tell me more. I don't know that. Why they? Well, I unfortunately know against my. Thank will. you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, it, you know what it's like getting all the all the leftist content creators in one room can be like somebody's gonna know. Tell me what's up. <laughs> it's it's whatever. It's uh um. I guess Haley Bieber and like Kylie Jenner, Kendall Jenner, all of them were bullying Selena Gomez. And she said, so- Selena, what do you mean bullying a rich person? What are you talking about? Yeah, well, <laughs> now, now, Selena's like 30. That verb does not Three white Nepo babies bullying a rags to riches Latina girl. What do they mean bullying? There's no high school. Where, bullying her where? She's a where, so, where? Uh, she online. I just made some joke on, on TikTok or on her Instagram that she over laminated her eyebrows. Some shit like that. <laughs> this girl's been struggling with like lupus, mental health issues. The girl, Are you serious? Yeah. So they, so they post what people speculate was supposed to be a private Instagram story, but they accidentally posted it live and all of them were essentially making fun of her eyebrows. But for it's some reason, growing adult bitches. Yes, mm. essentially. And now, the internet finally is mad enough at it that they are. I don't know. Kylie Jenner's little Kylie lip kit company is like suffering sale losses right now, and Haley Bieber is losing over a million followers on Instagram or something for this. It's really, I don't know, honestly. Yeah. It's, 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 it's not a real thing. Or is yeah, it, it, you know. This is why I don't like to be in white people business. Like I don't like to get in on white on white crime because it's hard to comment, right? Because you want to assess the white on white crime substantively for what it is, well, right? Like I will say crime, right? Lena's the victim, but then when I the minute I pan out, I'm like, well, yeah, oh, you you shouldn't you shouldn't mock those... someone for an eating disorder if that's what people are saying in chat. I, I, if yeah. that's the actual case, uh-huh. then yeah, of course not. Don't mock I mean, someone for an the, eating disorder. The issue course. here is that you have two celebrities or who. A lot of girls look up to uh basically condoning bullying someone else like that's i think that's the the larger issue here is the impact on who their fans are as opposed to you know i don't selena mm. gomez being bullied you know it whatever sucks for her but who cares the the issue is that you're, it's showcasing that hey you should make fun of other girls for how they look or what they're going through and like that's that's a cool thing to do like that's i think that's the larger issue there yeah mm. i mean yeah i think Right. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's fucked up. It's absolutely fucked up. Like, that's a mean, unnecessary thing. It strikes me as confusing because they're grown. Like, I don't understand. I don't know any 20-something-year-old women that are just, like, it just is very, like, juvenile in a way that doesn't read. Like, the whole story, like, when you hear bullying, it's like, 
There's nowhere really as adult people. Why are you even? Why are you convening with thinking of or chatting about um somebody that you don't like? That's because that they're super rich. And they got nothing else to do. Like it's it's just it's so, really ridiculous. Yeah, no, that's messed up. The only two things about it that are honestly of any interest is one that Haley Bieber apparently grew up as a as an ultra fangirl slash stalker of Justin Bieber, who essentially her rich father manifested them being a thing together, and two that Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin both went to that kind of cult church called Hillsong. And it's been speculated and Justin's alluded to it that Hillsong arranged the marriage between the two of them. Oh. That's the only thing that's of any interest really in the story. Stalker who then got the man, but the church arranged it. And I just don't really know. Don't really care. I could have every man. If I had the ability to get, any any man or do all of this i'm not fucking picking justin bieber are you crazy like in hollywood like Thank you you had the ability to do all that and bieber like bieber's like I, if you if like, you pick bieber what? up in the wild organically i'm not mad at that but like section oh the beavers nice <laughs> a wild beaver appears yeah <laughs> throw ball catch um but that's i see it. somebody i see somebody in the comments feels feels a way that i i said why don't i cry you wanted me to make the the uh caveat that selena gomez is latina okay acknowledge she's very much so still a uh, white passing i would very much so say she's still a, a white latina but nonetheless uh i what i mean is she's certainly not afro latina it's certainly not black people business right uh what's happening between Haley bieber selena gomez mm -hmm. and kylie kylie i don't i don't think that's a crazy characterization i would i would not take it as as far as to be like i think that's how she sees us please don't act as though what's happening with selena gomez is like the plight and heart of the latino community i feel like that would be unreasonable right like that that's really not what i'm overlooking here i don't i don't think that's fair um but like i said i do think it is uh messed up i think very much so i've seen people i don't know that's the thing the selena gomez and those pe people that's obviously not are big. She's like my age, which means obviously the generation beneath is who was her her audience, whatever, and Disney and stuff like that. So I don't know what be happening with them. But from my understanding, I know I had seen the other day my friend had said she was being fat, like body shamed or that she'd gained weight or something and people were criticizing her. That I could barely see. It, it, that's what I'm saying. It, it becomes a world of incredibly like rich white standards that you can't even speak to because there's no world where Selena Gomez is fat in the regular world or the things that they're talking about or what they're seeing about our eyebrows. These are, these are niche. This is niche, rich, white disrespect. So like this is, that's uh, what this is. And it's incredibly, incredibly uh, messed up, bro. I said, she's not white. I said, she's not white. I don't know what more you want me to do for me, for you. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I acknowledged it. I <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah, I, we, I, I assume we can't cancel those people because we, they were never not canceled in our books. We don't really match with them, right? Mm -hmm. Y'all want to cancel Haley Bieber? Yeah, I don't think we, uh, no, I, I don't think we've uncanceled. No. I don't think we it's, care it, about her. It's enough. not possible. It's yeah, a waste of our power. I don't, I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know what a Haley Bieber is. I don't know exactly. where she came from. No, she, no, <laughs> let's reserve way. this power, yeah. okay? Sacred stuff. I'm out of my Come league on. here, too. I feel like a boomer in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, I, I agree with. Well. well, no, Blair. Blair, you were right. Maybe we won't uncancel anyone. It's one of those weeks. It's one of those weeks. Yeah. Maybe maybe no, no one needs to be uncancelled. You know, this you know? tends to be yeah, our problem. Knows. You know, I don't know. That's this starting to look very carceral of us. We have somebody that cancels all the time. <laughs> every every single week, we're like, I don't, 
we don't do mass incarceration so there isn't like a you know a lot of people to uncancel it's just because yeah. the ones that are canceled they're canceled. It, it's true <laughs> as they should be <laughs> yeah yeah we, got, we, got we, we have a deficit <laughs> hmm? uh but yes well i guess we're not canceling nobody no, no we're good a little cute little send off <laughs> <laughs> Blair sent us off. Very <laughs> oh, 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 okay. sent. Uh, sorry. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna end today's episode. Everyone, go ahead and give y'all some shout outs as we head out for the night. Oh, oh, shit. Everyone else, go. Lance. Hi, I'm Lance. If you like the words that come out of my mouth hole, uh, go to at the Surf's TV in all of the social medias. There you go. Bender. Follow me on uh, Twitter at Matt Binder. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Matt Binder. Also on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Matt Binder. Oh, and I should add that uh, when uh, you guys were all talking about the uh, – I think Blair was the one talking about setting up the Discord server and the subreddit. It made me think, oh, wait a minute. I got to check something. And I checked, and while we were talking, I made sure to register leftistmafia.com. We have oh, that. No so one else smart. can grab that now. Oh, there you go. Here we go. Okay, Bender, look smart. at who's caring about us. <laughs> Bender is like the boyfriend that breadcrumbs you, so he does anything, and you're like, oh, you don't care. <laughs> oh, that is actually <laughs> pretty <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I'm surprised that's actually available. That's wow. All right. yeah. yeah. Let's go. Hell yeah. Good shit. Well, it's, it's not available anymore. Well, that it was. Nice. <laughs> But I will recommend just preemptively that we will sell the website to any right-wing organization that wants to showcase SJWs or Wokesters if they offer Hell us yeah. a good enough price, just in advance, you know. Well, speak for yourself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, all right. Y'all can follow me on all socials, uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, at Miss Oluren, M-S-O-L-U-R-I-N. Um, I see somebody asks if I'm doing tea time at Olay. I wasn't going to, but I think I might. I'll do I'll do it after. I won't do it super long, so it's only going to be like 30 minutes to an hour, but I'll do tea time after this. Scout Hunter Spaceman, you should come since um, I see you I, You were talking in the comments. You should come talk to me about my uh, my uh, my incorrect classifications of latina people come educate me i'm all for that um and yeah so i'll do that and uh, uh subscribe to my Substack stack and i am in the next like month i am going to launch my own show y'all i got a producer we are it's going to happen recreate a channel it's gonna be a thing so anyway a, a, a podcast a youtube show what, what's it a gonna YouTube be show. nice and you yeah, got a producer. That's pretty official. Nice. Listen, official like a whistle. Even I don't have a producer. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, let me set a link right now for um, tea time with Olay. Since people asked in the comments, one second, I'm gonna do it right right now before we come off, so that y'all can get it. And I'm gonna stay here for uh, super chats, everybody. So uh, yeah, you'll see me, and I'll I'll do my send off now. <laughs> Okay. And you can follow me. My name is David Dole. Follow me on Twitter at TRN Show. My personal account, David Dole. Rational National here on YouTube. Don't confuse yeah. people. <laughs> Have I, 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 I told you this, Mike, but but I'm not sure if, if anyone else knows. The, the, I think the first time I was recognized, they thought I was from the Humanist Report. 
<laughs> like, oh, I recognize you. You're the humus report, right? I'm close. <laughs> I love that. You know what's funny is that sometimes I'll see a comment still uh, till this day. Like the last one was from like a year or so ago, where they're like, "Really great work, Mike. I agree with you." Or "Really great work, Kyle. You made great work. Uh, great points here, Kyle." I'm like, "Oh well, thank you so much. Really appreciate that." Just in the comment section, but like, it, I still think it's funny. Oh my god, we're interchangeable, Kyle, Mike, David. Same thing. Apparently, my, I don't my know. best friend refuses to learn y'all's names. I specifically. If I say y'all's individual names, he just looks at me until I say your show names. And I'm like, that's ridiculous that it's easier for you. I have to say humanist report. I have to say rational. And I'm like, why don't you just learn their names? He was like, Matt's, Lance's, David's, Mike's, it's all the same. I was like, my name is Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I just have the link for tea time in the Twitter so y'all can send it to them in the chat for me pretty please. Cool. I'll do that. And then uh, I'm Blair or the Illuminati. You guys can find me youtube.com slash Illuminati. I think that's how it is. And then uh, working on our Discord server for the Leftist Mafia. However, we do have a subreddit now, reddit.com slash r slash the Leftist Mafia. Cool. Go join that subreddit, everyone. I'm going to do that right after this. And uh, I will lurk and never post. No, I'm, I might post. Hell yeah. <laughs> there, give us your topic. Send us your great memes. I already see you slash stars art bar. Oh, yeah. There's already one there. The first thing, oh. the first meme of our subreddit. Oh, wow. Good job. <laughs> oh, I think we should commit to reading every single username just so they are encouraged. <laughs> oh, Assuming yeah. It doesn't get too ridiculous. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, we should do that. And we there we go. Do. We did it, y'all. Another episode. Congratulations. There's there our yeah. Oh, let me see it. Nice. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love Look that. Great. That's I promise beautiful. I'll decorate it and make it pretty eventually. Very That's nice. honestly. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, this is dope. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We're becoming official. Yeah, don't you tell us, would y'all want to learn? Y'all do y'all want leftist mafia? Um um shirts? Because I want one with the with how would we facilitate that though? Is the thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, afraid I'm, I'm gonna get me one. I don't know how to. I don't know how to help anybody else in the world. I, I just, wanted, I, I I just can, wanted them to have desires. Uh, I didn't intend to ever, in any way, um, you know, meet their needs. I just wanted. To <laughs> I just wanted um, to know if anybody shared my sentiments because <laughs> I'm gonna I, get me. I, I share. Certain- I share it. Let, let's talk offline. I, I I can probably set us all up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. All right. Let's, let's go talk in our chat. We will figure it out later. Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Come talk to me, Scout. Bye, y'all. See y'all in tea time in a second. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Bye. They want you to comply. Cancel culture. It's about canceling. Cocaine. Up yours. Speaking. 
they stop Ann Coulter from doing it. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob. You never cave to the mob. We will never bow to the mob. To the mob. Ever. Ever. No matter, no matter what. Do you see the final expression of cancel culture in terrorist groups like, 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 up yours? We'll see who cancels who. who, who.